What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast, but you know what we got to do first. We got to talk about those things that generate a little revenue for the show. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon. That's right. And now we drink. Me, Matt Slayer, has a Patreon. At patreon.com slash Matt Slayer is home to the back catalog of the video episodes, the uncensored video episodes. In addition to that, I've been doing some photography and other random musings that I've been uploading to the Patreon. So if you want to support this show, you can support this show for as little as 10 cents a day. That is $3 a month, the co- less than the cost of one beer, you can support this show. But if you want to support even more, get IMDb credits for supporting the show, get the video episodes a week early, get them uncensored, get ad-free audio so you don't have to hear me talking about the Patreon and various other things, all at patreon.com slash we are also brought to you by my Twitch stream. That's right. If you're listening to this on Thursday, Thursday night is community game night. Jump in the Discord, join the community, come hang out, come play some games with me and the rest of my Twitch community at twitch.tv slash Slayer. And if you got Amazon Prime, Prime subs are always appreciated. Cost you nothing. And last, but certainly not least, the two easiest ways you can support this podcast. One, tell your friends. Repost social media posts. Just spread the word about the show. It's really that easy. The other way that costs you absolutely positively nothing is go to youtube.com slash and now we drink and subscribe to the show. The algorithm loves subscribers and we must appease the algorithm. That's why we content create to just appease the algorithm. But seriously, go to youtube.com slash and now we drink subscribe. All right, let's get on with it. It is very late night. I've been drinking. Surprise to no one. My guest this week is adult performer Blake Blossom. Wow, this was just a candid conversation. Blake is a lot of fun. Honestly, I say this to her on air, and I stand by it. Blake should have her own podcast. She's honest. She's forthright. She's pretty fucking funny. This conversation just goes all over the place. Dating, porn, things that a lot of other performers wouldn't necessarily share on a podcast. Blake was an open book. I had a blast with it. Hell, if I wasn't about to piss myself at the end of the episode, it probably would have gone for another half hour or 45 minutes. Dead serious. Blake is welcome on the show whenever she wants. It was a ton of fun. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, Drinking Buddies. Claws is not uh, hell, even if it was DMT. I don't care. Oh fuck! Yeah. I don't even. I don't even know what I would be like on DMT. I don't either. I mean, for myself, I have zero clue what you'd be like on DMT. I don't know. I don't even know what it does to you. Oh, it's a very, very intense hallucinogen. I feel, but it doesn't DMT. It's the least bad, like next to ketamine, because it has the least amount of side effects that are like actually harmful. Yeah, yeah, and it's also done. Real fast, like your a DMT trip's like twelve to twenty minutes. Oh, and that—that's my biggest beef with hallucinogens. Is yeah, it's not long enough. Well, <laughs> I'm a I'm a fucking pussy ass. I won't do them. 
I'm allergic to mushrooms too. You're allergic to mushrooms? Yeah, oh, to that's fungus. The, that is the goddamn worst. I know. Mushrooms are fun. Yeah. And aspergillus mix, which is like what they put in like blue cheese and like the mold spores. What the fuck, right? And eggs. And eggs? Mm-hmm. Oh. You poor you poor child. <laughs> no eggs, no fungus. Like So is it just blue cheese or like normal cheese okay? I I don't really know for sure. It just says aspergillus mix. <laughs> I didn't do that much research. Like, eh, this other stuff will find out if it kills me the hard way. Fuck, right? Oh, my God. How'd you find out about the, the allergy? I did a blood test because I, I was, I've had really bad acne for almost like 10 years now. And I was like, I'm sick of this shit. And I, I refused to like take any more medication for it. So I was like, all right, let's, let's think of like other ways that you know, what, what could be causing this inflammation. So I was like, I bet I might have like a food allergy or something because they were saying that your intestines and your gut health is connected to your skin and blah, 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 you know, all that type of jazz they want to sell you. But I got one and it, it was covered by my insurance, thank God, because it was like almost $400 for one test. Yeah. But like I had a bunch of shit pop up, like tuna came up there, pork came up there for sensitivity, coffee, black tea, Sweet potato, like the most random shit. Like this sounds like your suicide note. Like, <laughs> that's the goddamn word. My thirteenth reason. <laughs> right? Like I can't have coffee, pork, mush. Well, it, it's just like a it's a test to gauge like if I'm drinking coffee every day and I'm having like serious issues. Oh, well, maybe if, if your blood says that you have a sensitivity to it, cut back. You know, if you have pre, you have pre-existing no. conditions, cut back. No, no, like doc, I, I'm gonna die without caffeine. No, that's horrible. Oh, caffeine? I don't know about that. I don't think. Can you be allergic to caffeine? I'm sure. It, we're humans. We can be mm. allergic to fucking everything. Mm, I feel like that's something like some girl would be like, I'm allergic to caffeine. I can't. More for the rest of us, girl. Like if that's. That's how the hill you want to fucking die on more for the rest of us. Shit. But still, coffee? Oh, man, that's just, no, that's horrible. I don't know why. It's, it's very interesting. I don't, I don't know the exact, like, science behind it, but I was like, okay, infinite labs pop off. Fucking tell me. Because ever since I stopped eating eggs, I realized, like, my skin inflammation has gone down. My, like, uh, my entire body, there's just, like, less swelling and bloat. But... Who knew? Are you allergic to anything? Oh, possibly. I just ignore it and keep going anyways. <laughs> in theory, in fucking theory, I should be allergic to a ton of shit. My mother has like a laundry list of fucking allergies. Mm. Like, and my sister from both of, she's my half sister from both of her parents are, she doesn't have celiacs, but she has like gluten intolerance. Yeah. And I'm just like, go gluten. Ah, just give it, give it to me. Give it to me. I don't give a fuck. Give it, like it's probably causing you know, my random bouts of heartburn and insomnia and probably oh, a lot of other things that I'm not living the best life. Cheers. Yeah, but think about it. Like people who have like peanut allergies, it varies in degree or like bee stings. It varies. There's people who like can't even get one bee sting and else they like are swelled up and die in a minute. Or then there's some people who, you know, can make it in 45 minutes to the urgent care. <laughs> Poor Macaulay Culkin and my girl. I haven't seen that movie. Oh shit! Spoilers. But, but I, I, I know the, I know that he's like a little boy, and then he like falls in love with a little girl, and, and dies he, of a bee sting at the end. Are you fucking serious? 
Damn. As I said, spoilers. What is wrong with Hollywood? <laughs> Let's make him die of a bee sting. <laughs> hey, that movie came out like 20 plus years ago. We're still talking about it. I, I mean, it's an end of a love story that is a little atypical. That's so horrible. Look at me laughing about children dying on bee stings. I mean, didn't oh really God. die. It's not like it's not like you're laughing about real dead children. True. Very not yet. True. The show's not over yet. Oh my God. I'm a, don't worry. By the end of this, perfectly sober. I have dark humor. It's okay. <laughs> awesome. You're on the right show. I know. People are so like surprised when I'm like, oh yeah, I perv out. Like pervin, creepy. Like, mm-hmm. Definitely porn made me more creepy because I like think of like I, I start like it starts morphing into my real personality. <laughs> wait a minute, wait. your porn personality isn't your real personality? Oh my god. What? <laughs> Thank you for the Brazzers face for the audio audience. Because <laughs> that was a full on like Brazzers ad face right there. Macaulay, where are you at? <laughs> probably not far from here. We're in Hollywood. I yeah. He probably he probably doesn't like girls like me. He probably looks up I don't know what he would look up on Pornhub. Macaulay Culkin, tell me what you look up on Pornhub. <laughs> Message me. <laughs> you know that's going to become a clip, and I'm going to add him when I post it, right? Do it. Uh, done. I'm a big fan. Hey, maybe, you know, there'll be a love connection that happens out of it. No. No? No, I don't think I, don't think I would want to ever date any celebrities. I feel like that would be, like, way too much fucking scrutiny. Think about it. Like, I guess there's different levels of celebrity. If it was someone in, like... TV or movies, maybe, but no fucking ball players. Mm-mm, no NFL, none of them, no sports guys. I, at least I wouldn't be public with them because it's like, just, just how many times are you going to cheat on me? How many times you get all your baby mamas? You know, <laughs> yeah, first hand experience here or? Uh, not really. I've had oh, some people message me, but I, I've never like gone through with it. There's only. I guess like one TV personality guy, but he was super chill. He's on E Network. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, are you telling me? Fucking You're like I know exactly. No, he's a wonderful guy, and that's what's like really interesting. Was it is, Ryan Seacrest? Was oh fuck no, fuck no, Ryan Seacrest, leave me alone! Oh my god, I don't think he would enjoy my presence. He'd be like. He'd either be like, all right, we're giving you a show. <laughs> You're fucking insane. Or we're putting a restraining order on this girl. <laughs> Possibly both. <laughs> this is the first season plot line. <laughs> just, he's like, here, take a show. Get out of my life. If you see me at the studio, just walk the fuck away. But I want that 5% for life. <laughs> By number of celebrities, how many have sl- slid into the DMs? Um... Hmm, maybe like a hundred over the last like two and a half years. A hundred and a two. Maybe like a hundred. Oh, there's actually, there's one guy who's been in a fuck ton of movies that I love. I grew up dancing and um, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say is I grew up dancing and I loved these fucking movies that he was in and he messaged me on Instagram and then my fucking Instagram got deleted and I was like, <laughs> but he was like, yeah, next time you're in LA, like let's hang out. Was it and, John Travolta? N- no. <laughs> oh I'm God. thinking of dancing celebrities, like thinking Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, I, you wouldn't know him by name, I, but anyone who's seen the movies would know exactly who he is. But now he looks different. That's all I'm going to say. 
So that could be John Travolta. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, me and jo- John Travolta have a lot in common. We love Botox and fillers. <laughs> like private jets? I... I've never been on one. Well, let John Travolta slide into your DMs. He's got a whole fleet. That seems sus. What's he doing on that? Who knows? He's Why doesn't he use that for like, if you have a whole fleet of planes, like, I feel like if you should be doing some humanity work, you know? Well, yeah, but. Bring some food to fucking people who are hungry, you know, <laughs> drop some water off on your way to Thailand or wherever you're Bali or wherever they're going for fucking Christmas, you know? Well, that's the problem with the real wealthy. They uh, tend to hoard that shit. Uh, maybe I'd be like that too, though. Don't worry. You'll have your time. <laughs> you still have time. I spend a lot of money, okay? I am in. I am helping the fucking economy. <laughs> I buy gas almost every other fucking day. I don't know how much that really helps the economy besides <laughs> stockholders for the oil companies. I pay a fuck ton of taxes. <laughs> well, why don't you have a better accountant then? Come on. No, no. Oh, that's the thing. You know, it's actually I'm going through issues with the IRS right now. And it's so interesting, like being like a young woman who's now in like a completely different fucking tax bracket than like 90 percent of people that you don't fucking realize, girl. Okay, if I make, you know, let's let's just throw in a number. If I make a quarter million dollars a year, 250000 and I spend $200,000 of that that year, and I only have that $50,000, what the fuck are you going to do come April when they're like, girl, we need our 30% because you don't have it. So, like, I, I've been, like, so fucking careful with, like, not blowing my money. Like, I don't drive a crazy car. I just got an apartment this year. I was living at home. <laughs> I was like, literally, I was, I just finally was like, all right, I finally need to get some things situated, get my own area. But I was like out of town for like over 200 days last year. Jesus. Well, what you should be doing is renting places in various cities. And then that's studio space. That's a business expense. Yeah. My ADHD prevents me from a lot of things. (laughs) Unless I'm, like, on Adderall. Like, it takes me a little bit to get shit done. I don't think I have the energy to, like, have multiple studio spaces, Matt. This is why you hire someone to manage the shit. Oh, yeah. Just what I need. Another person in my fucking circle knowing my business and shit. That's just what I want. I want like more one. fucking groupies around me. Well, don't hire a fucking groupie. Don't hire, well, don't, don't hire some fucking porn mopa. It's like, like, I would love to manage your shit for you. No. Find a fucking... Someone who actually deals with real celebrities. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't trust anyone. I don't know. I really don't, Matt. Like, think about it. Think about it. Like, I'm so vulnerable all the time. Like, being fucking naked on camera all the time. Like, why would I want to just give more opportunities for people to, you know, kind of learn who I really am? Huh? Well, that's why you find I learned my secrets. That's why you find someone who's fucking licensed and bonded and, like, a proven commodity. Well... Yeah, you're right. I need I need to step it up. Yeah, don't don't fucking hire an assistant that you meet in an exotica. Like, oh my god, I've never been to exotica, but I heard shit popped off this year. And Miami was just last weekend. Yeah, and and you know what's really uh, disappointing about that is there's certain people. Not that I personally like really hate or have beef towards, but I see that they're there. And I just feel like some people just 
I guess think of like all the people that are like kind of like rejected and not really like worked with a lot. And you're kind of like, why aren't you like, you know, in kind of like the mix of everyone else? And it's kind of like you have to kind of take that chance with people and being at those conventions, like all fucking swarms of people. You got cam people, you got OnlyFans people, you have people who used to do porn, you have people who are like porn adjacent you know, or then you have like guys who just hire, you know, the girls and then they show up and they're like, I'm an OnlyFans creator. I have a camera. <laughs> and you're like, uh, just because you were a fucking age verified on OnlyFans does not mean that you can just pay my rate and I'm going to come over. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really disappointing to see some, some fucking gross ass people mingling with my friends. I get really pissed. I can tell. Jeez. And, and it's recent because it's fresh. It's fresh. I saw a couple videos and a couple photos that I was really, really disappointed about. But you know what, Matt? I'm going to let people fall on their fucking own. I'm, I'm done helping people and being like, oh, no, you shouldn't work with this person because of this, this, and this. At this point, it's not my fucking business. Girl, learn the hard way. Because then it almost comes across as like, I don't know if you've ever liked someone and maybe your friend likes them and they're like, oh, no, nah, man, she's a bitch. You know, oh, she stinks, you know, uh, that type of shit. So you don't like her. And then he swoops in. Right. It's kind of like that. See, this is why I generally take people on firsthand. Like your interaction with them may not be my interaction with them. So, like, I tend to, like, judge people on my own merit, on their own merits, with the exception of, like, people who are like, that guy's a serial rapist. Like, okay, cool. Well, that guy I'll avoid. Oh, my God. You had someone here that was that? No, 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 no. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been involved in the industry adjacent whatever for over a decade. I've mm-hmm. been around for fucking ever. Yeah. So I've had interactions with people that, you know, have those reputations over the years or mm-hmm. that some of them are still around. Interesting enough. Yeah. And it's just like, ooh, I'm going to, you know, believe my friends on that one. But sometimes people just have, they don't mesh. And I'm not going dis- to disqualify someone just because, like, you just Yeah, like it, it, it's more about, like, stupid, superficial shit. Like, oh, she called me a cunt. Or, oh, she doesn't like me. Or, oh, this. Like, when it's stupid stuff like that, then you're like, okay, insecurity, jealousy, you know, competitiveness. With, you know, all the stuff that we're all in competition for. But yeah, I, I'm i going to the Exotica in New Jersey. So I'll definitely be at that one. I'm going to be at uh, Ricky Johnson's booth for Ricky's room. Um, so that should be fun because I'm going to be like with my girlfriends who have also been on the site. And it's going to be a whole thing. Whereas like if I just had like a booth by myself, I'd be fucking overwhelmed. And at Xbiz, I I cut Angela White's line. Oh my god, she had like a hundred people in her line, and I was like, swoop. I was like, hey Angela, and they were like, oh my god, it's Angela and Blake, it's Angela and Blake, and I I like literally was like, fuck yeah, I'm with Angela. Like I cut all you, <laughs> I cut all you guys, <laughs> but I I had to, I had to. Oh, yeah, I mean, why the fuck would you wait in that line? Why? <laughs> I know her. <laughs> Oh my god! I hope I hope she laughs. She says she knows I adore her. Oh no, Angela's the fucking best. I honestly, I can't really imagine Angela being like negative towards anybody. Like I, I'm sure it. I've never heard her say one bad word about anyone ever. 
Yeah, I haven't either. I'm sure it happens. She is human. Believe it or not, folks, Angela White is human. <laughs> you, could, you might not believe me based on her output, but she is a human being. So I'm sure there are some people that Angela's like, eh, not, not the biggest fan of. But Yeah, but I saw her standing there and she was like, she was, and, and the thing that I found was really interesting about her compared to some of the other people, it was like some girls were like, oh, okay, your 30 seconds are up. Bye-bye. If you're not going to be buying a signed picture, you're not going to buy something from me, then okay, bye. Like I was giving out free Polaroids every fucking day, all day. I was like, I don't give a shit. Let's, let's take a Polaroid. I'll sign it for you. But she had people, um, like they were talking for like, you know, longer than five minutes. So I, I just found that that was like really showing of like her character, like as a person that she really cares and will talk to you, you know, and answer all your questions. So now I try to be like that with my fans instead of like, oh my God, Matt, you know, I want to be a cunt and just be like, fuck off. I don't want to tell you shit, motherfucker. Like, leave me alone. I like, seriously, I'm like, why do you give a fuck what I'm wearing or like my panty color or uh, how many dicks I want to suck in a day? <laughs> They just want to know you they, because they're having without you what they probably consider in their brain to be an intimate moment. That orgasm is probably an intimate moment for mm-hmm. them. So if they can truly be intimate with you in some way, shape, or form, it probably intense, makes that shit much more intense. It intensifies the situation for them. This is just me guessing. I don't fucking know. Oh, my God. Well, let me tell you this fucking shit. I started camming. I started fucking camming whole different fucking I'm breed sorry. of men. I'm so sorry. No, I, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I made a free OnlyFans. So I was like, okay, like, how can I get more people to, like, follow my OnlyFans? You know, if they, you know, my my fans from Twitter, if you want to follow me there. And, you know, like, post different stuff that I don't put on Twitter. So I was like, how can I promote that? And I was like, well, how can I just promote my fucking brand? And, yeah, pour that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That was a quick pour. <laughs> for the camera this is how much of the bottle has gone in me already Blake is not drinking at all I love that she is playing my normal role like yeah drink more drink more drink more drink more Ding. drink more yeah, by the end of this Blake's gonna I, have to like kill the cameras and like hit stop all the way I'll pass out yay Blake what <laughs> Hey, so thank you for doing the show. Doing the show. I didn't. I don't even think I introduced myself. <laughs> oh no, we just got right into it. Hi, I'm Blake Blossom. <laughs> I have a free OnlyFans and a paid OnlyFans, and now we're talking about. I started camming on Cam Soda mainly because I do live shows for them, um, like paid live shows. But yeah, Matt, like literally, I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" So first, I fucked up and had my tokens really low. Cause I didn't, I didn't even know. And I didn't know how to like add any of like the little spinny fucking spin wheels or the lottery or coin toss. Like they have little things that like encourage fans to do the tokens. And I didn't really understand that. So I was just on there. And I mean, I sat on there for like six hours and I mean, I made, I made, I made surprisingly more than I would like thought I could, but I was just really surprised that the like i don't i don't know maybe it's just because everyone knows that they're in there together and the chat was just so fucking weird and cringy and what's so interesting about cam shows is they want to do that private show with you and i don't do like facetime calls or like skype do like do you do you interview people that do skype calls or like i mean i do occasionally i, I do people you know have people on that <laughs> you do them you buy them <laughs> no no no, that that's camming's always been a weird interaction for me. Like, 
I, I never got the appeal of camming. It's like, hi, I'm going to try to vie for your attention in this room full of dudes. It's like going to a strip club where there is one dancer. And then I, I'm going to try to get her attention by spending the most money. Yeah, that's literally what it is. That is literally what it is. So I have like, so I get a lot of, God, that vape took my breath away. Stop vaping if you're vaping. <laughs> I need to quit. I've quit like three times this year. Oh, should I tell you you can't do that in here then? <laughs> Throw that shit away. No, no, actually, I'm a horrible enabler. <laughs> Take another hit. It's fine. <laughs> Take it, pour it, pour it. Gosh, let's alcohol it. <laughs> Double fist. Hey, we're at your crib. We don't care. Right? We like, I, care. all I have to do is operate a door at some point. <laughs> there have definitely been episodes of the show where I've been. Off door. <laughs> exactly. There have been episodes of this where I've been so drunk the next morning. Like, did I save the episode? <gasps> is it still rolling? Are the cameras still rolling? No, Imagine no. downloading that fucking file off, like, <laughs> off the SD card. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. 20, 128 gig SDs. Like, fuck. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Just put that in. I'll be back in a couple hours. Fuck. Exactly. But the the requests I was getting for the cam shows were so weird. But the weirdest one beside like the uh, anti-gay, they want you to say slurs. They, they're like, oh, call me a slur. I what? feel like that's a trap. I feel like that is a fucking trap. Oh, my fucking God. Like, sir, why do you think that you can come to my page and even fucking request that what about me thinks that you can ask that but they're just ballsy as fuck online well, the, I mean, but they that, do the race requests too they want you to call you racial slurs and, yeah especially with camming i feel like that is a fucking trap because they'll fucking screen cap you or some shit and then all of a sudden oh i have this footage without any context of like dropping an n-bomb or saying something like transphobic or whatever the fuck they're paid for exactly exactly and it's like why why that, that's what I try to understand sometimes when they ask me this shit. I'm like, why? What happened to you that made you fucking want to ask this shit? You fucking typed it out, bro. But the craziest one is this guy kept going in the chat and was like, watch me come on my girlfriend. And I was like, okay, well, request a private chat then, dumbass. Like, fucking get the chat going. Request it. I can't just be like, yeah, let's, let's watch you come on your girlfriend. Ooh. So I was like kind of playing up it up for him and then there was a couple other people that I was chatting to in there that were doing a lot of tokens and spinning the wheel so I was doing a bunch of other stuff and finally he requests it oh my god I, I don't even know if this was fucking real and if it is like I, I don't know I, I, I had no idea if it was real so he's like it's like from his POV and I can see him jacking off his dick and it's just like a normal like average I, I don't know maybe he was white and he was wearing like a black shirt that covered his belly, no tattoos or anything, because I look for that shit. I'm like, you got tattoos? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna identify you. And he's jacking off, and his fucking girlfriend is wearing like black shorts and like another black shirt, sleeping on the fucking bed. Like, but here's the thing: why I think it wasn't real. Who the fuck sleeps like this? I'm sorry, not even people in fucking TV shows sleep like this. And it just was like. It just looked too staged and she wasn't moving and he was standing over her and he was like, oh, tell like telling me to like say stuff like, oh, come on her. And I think her name was like Brianna or something like Brianna. Or, and he's like, tell me to, oh, I want you to come on Brianna. <laughs> and I literally was like, I, I almost didn't even believe if it was real because, you know, and he came on her fucking ass. 
he came on her fucking ass and then immediately ended the chat. And I'm like, I'm left like looking at myself in the chat like, he just came on Brianna. <laughs> that is not the worst shot that a Brianna has taken in recent memory. Sorry. I had to, I had to fucking say it. Uh, Shout out to all the Briannas. Oh, I was thinking Brianna Taylor, but. Oh, I don't, I don't know who that is. She was the one who was shot by the police in Kentucky. A couple, it was, it was one of the things that I don't watch sparked, the news. That was one of the things that sparked a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests last year. Oh, so that was a super dark joke. I need to be more educated. That was a super dark Shame joke. Shame on me for not fucking knowing. Shame on me. That's also wow. A much more realistic take is like, oh, now I understand your joke. <laughs> oh my god, uh, this is a crazy podcast. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and oh, then, wow. The much more real take is that's a bold move with the amount that amount of semen and that amount of black clothing. He, like, who, it, who, I'm who telling you, it didn't look real, and and the sheets weren't on her. It looked like someone had like thrown the sheets back on off her. I shoot porn I, almost every fucking day in the last two and a half years. I, you know, when it's when it's staged, like when someone's actually sleeping, but it was it was very creepy, and I was just like. Oh my god! But you know what I could do? I could go back up in the chat and click him, and I re- like restricted him, so he kind of like or blocked him or whatever that it allows. But what the fuck is that? And it just makes me think: if that was my first night fucking camming, what are these girls doing every day, like in these private chats? Oh, I mean, that's not even the worst story I've ever heard. I had friends who, shortly after they got in the industry, they're only getting booked every once in a while, so they had to turn to camming, and they were camming as a couple. Mm. And the amount of like scenarios that dudes would ask them to do, like they would turn to him and be like, so call her, you know, this name and that's my daughter's name and like fucking weird incest play. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I actually know someone that was friends with this guy who used to him. So the story is, is that there was a friend group of the guys and they all were like, bro, that's so cool. You're fucking your stepsister because, and they like the friend group actually thought it was super cool. And, and this was, I mean, was she hot? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but, but this, I just I don't actually condone such things. But, but here's the thing. Like he's, I think he's like in his late thirties, forties now, but he's like now thinking about how like jealous we were and like how cool we thought he was. Now he like realizes how fucked up that was. And like just the weird dynamic of, you know, because when you're young men, you're like, oh yeah, you know, I got a girl, you know, my girlfriend over here. But then it's like when it, when it comes to like, oh, it's right across the hall, it brings up all that weird family relations stuff that is a very, very touchy subject in porn. Very, very. I don't do it anymore. I haven't done it in fucking forever. And you know what's fucked up? The last video I ever did that was Stepsister, it was for Nubiles. And it's like, it's for Princess Come. I think I'm on the cover of the DVD for it. But it was like borderline. Like I, I from that day out, I was like, never again. I'll never be a stepsister. I'll never be a daughter, cousin, fucking niece. I won't do it. No, give it, give it to someone else. I don't, I don't need it that bad. <laughs> I don't need to check that bad girl. So I have theories about that shit. Like, I don't know how much that shit actually people are into as much as like, oh, this is the setup, and we just put two hot people together, and they're clicking on the scene because it's two hot people, not necessarily because of the. How many people actually give a fuck about the setup for a scene? <laughs> 
I don't know, because then you go, then you dive into the concept of like, what is a consumer of porn? Like, who are you making porn for? Because there's so many different people in the world that it's like, you can make porn for pedophiles and you can make porn for fucking rapists and shit. On the first one, you definitely cannot legally, and we do not condone such things. No, I, I don't. I don't mean it like literally, but there's. I know, I know. It's, I, it's obviously very fucking geared toward people that have. Oh no! Like the brightly colored, barely legal scenes where, like, it's. Like, it, why do I need to be wearing a backpack that's at the children from the children's place? Like, why do I need to have my hair in pigtails? Like, granted, pigtails are cute, but I mean, if you're picking a girl who looks. Like like she's maybe fifteen or sixteen, just just physically, you know, she's over eighteen, but she looks younger, and you purposely dress her and stuff like that. To me, it just makes me think of like who who is because you know as as content creators, we're like, okay, who's who's buying our stuff? What are they what are they wanting? What are the big numbers pulling? And it's like every fucking time you pull the statistics, and it's like stepsister, stepsister, stepdaughter, fucking number one thing. Number one thing. I would be curious if you took the same scene and cut it twice, like once with the step fucking, mm-hmm. you know, bullshit in it and one without and put them both out there with, you know, different titles or whatever, but put the, you know, the exact same sex scene. Yeah. And see how well it performed. If it was just like, oh, Blake's hot with whoever, or mm-hmm. it's because Blake's saying, oh, stepbrother, give it to me hard. Like, yeah. But there's different degrees of like, what you're doing with step porn because the way you post it, you can have the scene that's that's like um you know a script. There's some type of way that they meet. There's some type of reason why they're fucking you know, and then there's the and it's very obvious that that's what it is. It's titled that way. Then you have the scenes that are just normal and they're just titled stepsister fucks and it's like a POV video. The girl's face that's fucking cut from here. It's a POV. Her head's not even in it. And it's like, I fuck my stepsister in the morning. You're fucking a you, We don't know who this bitch is. Right. We well, don't know what's going on. You're just fucking her. We can't even see her face. Like, For me, I honestly hate that trend in porn. I hate the trend of fucking the head cut off. I, I don't know. When I am trying to you know, have self-gratification, I want to see that the, the girl I am fapping to is having a good time. Mm-hmm. And if her face is not in the fucking frame, I can't tell that she's having a good time. I, I get in really heated debates with people about what it really means to be a porn star. Uh, oh my god, there's just a whole other fucking. So what's your what is your take? Ocean to dive into. Well, we're, we got time. So what is people, what is your take on this? I, like the stuff that I've been doing. Like I'm on set, filming in front of cameras. I'm reading scripts. I have my legal documents that I fi- I fill out. I have the video recordings of every time. You know. That to me, if I'm working for other people, like I feel like that gives me more of a title of saying that I'm a porn star rather than I'm just like Blossom XXX on Cam Soda, you know, or Cam okay. Cam Thing, you know. But it's also like when you're developing like a brand, like who do you want to be, you know, like what is who who am I making porn for, you know, like what am I gearing my what is my fucking market. The paycheck. I mean, you're making porn for the paycheck. Yeah, but you. But it's like, there's there's one guy. Give me the clown. He's actually really scary. He looks like a Slipknot character. So honestly, like, it's a little scary. Bravo on the Slipknot reference. Bravo on the <laughs> Slipknot reference. By the way, my friend Zach Wild is a huge Slipknot fan. So hey, Zach Wild of Black Label Society. Zach Wild or uh, Zach Wild the adult. No, but now he's Sid Knox, right? 
I think that's his his new porn name. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, his name. There was one that used to be Zach Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, now there's a new Zach Wild. Okay, because I was about to say like, yeah, I was about to say like <laughs> Zach Wild, the lead singer of Black Label Society, who's about to go on tour of Pantera. Like, oh, yeah. There's a very, 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 very famous musician named Zach Wild. Oh my god, <laughs> fuck! I don't know shit. <laughs> there's too many Zach Wild. Well, and that's ah. the, the crazy part about porn. Sometimes is like that very realistically could have been a friend of yours. The porn shit. and music connection is very, very slim. Really? Oh yeah. Where are they? <laughs> Well, obviously, in your hundreds of DMs, I'm sure there's a few famous musicians in there. Like rappers. But if you use auto-tune, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, uh, unless uh, there's uh, a guitar uh, involved, fuck this. Uh, I mean, I like rappers. It's just the stigma of dating a rapper, you know. I don't, like, I, I can buy myself a Chanel bag. I don't need you to buy me. Like, thanks. The fuck am I going to do with it? It's not going to... Unless it's like a specific one that like eBay appreciates in value, you know. You can put it right on eBay. Well, <laughs> thank you. I'm like, where's my notepad? <laughs> hey, like you know, we're recording this. You can just play it back. <laughs> like when it releases, like, oh, what did me and Matt talk about? Okay, cool. Oh my god, right? You don't have to take notes. It's okay. But seriously, like. From my time in the industry, like, I worked in music before I got into porn. Mm -hmm. I have much better connections in music from porn than I ever did working in music. Interesting. Mostly through friends of mine dating fairly famous musicians. Okay. All about pussy. (laughs) They're always fucking some musician. (laughs) Well, because I first got in, like, roadieing and doing security for girls. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the girls I used to work for back in the day, I... Blew into Hollywood. I was still living in Vegas at the time. And she's like, Matt, I have a shoot today. Can you babysit my boyfriend? Like, I guess. She's like, you two will get along, I promise. He's into metal and MMA. You two will get along. He likes drinking. You'll have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess. I'm just expecting the dude to be completely fucking lame. I'm yeah. Like, guess this is part of the job. Him and I are walking to the bar. And then he just makes some offhand comments. Like, yeah, when you pay, play for more than 50,000 people, it all looks the same. I'm like, oh, shit, bro. You're in a real band. Ah, like you're playing festivals for over actually. 50, people. I guess I do have a connection to music. I I I actually know. Um, I don't know if we need to bleep this out. I know Chester Bennington's son. I went to high school with him. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. How well do you know him? Pretty well. Like biblically? Um, what does that mean biblically? <laughs> and what context? I know him. I know, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but. He knows, I, I who, a, he knows who I am. <laughs> I was alluding to had you had sexual relations with him. <laughs> yeah. In Chester's house? No. Oh, that would have been rad. Like, Chester makes you breakfast afterwards. Like, <laughs> that would have been really crazy. My dad would have been, that would have been pretty cool for my dad. <laughs> wow, that makes me feel old. Like, oh, yeah, Lincoln Park would have been cool for my dad. Like, oh, that's a band I listen to. Fuck. Mm. Oh, my God. I hope he doesn't hate me for saying that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh I'm going to get a message to be like, stop saying my name on the internet, bitch. Like, I didn't say his name. Pretty easily Googleable of who Chester Banks' children are. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. But any man who's upset with you for claiming that you had sex with them on the internet, fuck their opinion at that point. Oh, well, we've had a couple liars in the industry that have lied about fucking me. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What was their justification on that shit? Mm-hmm, honey. Oh, 
oh, I'll never talk to you if you ever claim that. And it was very interesting. So I had just did a scene with a, a friend of mine. Well, he's not really my friend anymore, but I did a scene with this guy. And he, like, lives with his friend. And, like, we were talking or whatever, you know, showering, like, taking turns in the shower. And and he goes, oh, yeah, you know, like, you should film with me and my my bro. And I was like, oh, well, I've never I've never done anything with him. Like, um, you know, not really my thing. Two guys, not my thing, you know. And he was, he just kind of went, what? What do you mean? I said, yeah, I've only met him like twice. And the first time he barely said anything to me, he sat there. You know, I, and it was just the most awkward thing. And I was like, no, I would know. I have no problem telling you everyone I've fucked. I don't give a shit, you know, performer wise. But <laughs> and celebrity performer wise, Matt, oh my God. <laughs> performer wise and celebrity children. Jesus Christ. But it was a very interesting thing. But I, it, it's like, do I take it as a compliment? It depends on who it is as the guy, in my opinion. If you're kind of like a scrub and kind of like not really, you don't really know me. You're not really like my friend. It's very fucking weird. But if it's like my friend's like, oh, yeah, fuck that bitch. You know, joking around. I think it would, I wouldn't be as. Weird no matter what. Okay, it's weird. It's, it's weird, weird no, no matter, matter what. what. I I've never lied about fucking anyone. I you know like I don't I I don't think like that's cool. I wouldn't make up. Oh yeah, I fucked that guy. It was crazy. I mean, I've definitely lied about not fucking some people. Been like, yeah, I definitely did not fuck that girl. Oh, see, but but. Uh, you live and you learn. Oh, yeah. No, no. You live and you learn. You got your nut. <laughs> oh, no. I have definitely made some poor dick choices over the years. As I have jokingly oh, said over, over the years, like, part of the reason I never wanted to be male talent is because I like to choose who I fuck. But mm-hmm. I have made a lot of bad choices over the years. Like, there have definitely been some, like, oh, I I am sobering up while I'm inside you. I'm like, why am I here? Well, I'm already here. So, might as well. God damn. I haven't, yeah, I haven't fucked anyone that was like really, really bad. Oh, yeah, I can't, I can't think of anyone that was like really, really bad. There's been like a couple of of like funny stories where like you know he has to stop and like take his heart medication. (laughs) No, 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 you can't just drop that and walk. What? (laughs) I want to hear this whole fucking story. You can't just be like, yeah. So I almost killed a man because he needed to take his nitroglycerin. No, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like I was hurting him. You know, he was. No, no, his he just had a weak was... heart, and all his blood was in his groin. Yeah, maybe. I, I was, I like, I, I got really scared for a second. I was like, "Are you okay?" Like, you know, trying to become like, "You good over there?" And over here, I'm like, "Oh my god, is he okay? I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. He's gonna be like, uh, you know." Are you doing broken the, out? Are you doing the math in your head? Like, can I lift this dude to dispose of the body, or do I have to? Oh, there, there was someone else there. Thank God, thank God, thank God. That is a good friend. Like, who, who was the good friend that was there that would have like helped you get rid of this body? <laughs> no, not like that. But oh, we probably could have saved him. We probably could have saved him if something did happen. I, I've seen multiple videos on how to do CPR. I got taught when I was younger. I, I kind of went through like this CPR thing when I was a nanny, but like what else do you what else can you learn except you know the basics so it wasn't like anything in depth it was more about like what to do like placement on like a child's chest that type of stuff to not break their ribs right right when you do it on adults it's okay to break their ribs well yeah <laughs> yeah it's okay i well my certification expired but i was cpr certified at one point it's okay to mm. break adults ribs 
Really? Yeah. I, I believe it because like you got to do anything possible. Yeah, that shit will heal. Death, you don't really heal from. Huh. <laughs> Last I checked. I mean, oh guess. <laughs> I know these revelations happening on the show. Like, you don't heal from death, Matt? Tell me more. Oh, my God. Revelations. No, but, That's such a funny word. No, but seriously, give me the lead up on almost murdering a man with your vagina. No, it was it was first scene. Oh, it was during yeah, a scene. It was first scene. And normally I have an age limit because I just don't find it visually appealing. Um, when the old man has bigger tits than you? I get that. No, I mean, it's different when they're bigger than me. I, I don't mind, like, fucking fat guys, but... I oh would, my god! Would, you have just launched like a million fat guy boners on the internet. To, uh, there's certain things like if it's for a Santa scene, like you have to be a really fat Santa. Like you know, I don't want to fuck you if you're a skinny Santa. You have to be a huge Santa. I want a huge Santa. You know, you're like. Please tell me that's already you, happened. No, no, I never fucked Santa. Producers, you're fucking up here. <laughs> it's this was a couple months away. You can still release it's a, but But think about it. It's a very niche group of people that would want to purchase a video like that. I, I don't even want to fap to it. I'd purchase it for the pure novelty of it. Really? I've thought about doing a couple things like that of just, like, they're not even, like, really sexual. I mean, I guess fucking Santa is sexual, but, like, there's a couple other things. Where I was like, that would just be a fun video to do. So why aren't you doing it? Well, sometimes it's, like, mildly degrading. But I, I sometimes I find it funny. But I'm I'm very I tiptoe around the degrading stuff because I don't like being degraded. So I, I want to make sure that that person really does enjoy it, but and it's, it's not something that's going to come and bite me in my ass later. At the end of the day, it's acting. Is it? It is. There's a couple times when I catch myself in in like when the scenes when I'm like I just I just did a VR scene with Sky Blue and Destiny Cruz for uh, Sex Like Real, and we're three Mean Girls. God damn, I was pulling out the fucking zingers for that shit. Because we could say fucking anything. You know, we were like, oh, you can't get hard for us. We'll make that change. Is that okay? Because we're shooting a VR, so you have to, like, have the, you know, like, make sure that it's okay. We were like, uh, he was like the hall monitor, and he caught us and sent us to detention. So we were like, yeah, you're not going to be a little fucking loser-ass hall monitor anymore. Oh, yeah, we're sucking hall monitor dick. Really? That's how we're going to spend our fucking Thursday afternoon? Really? You know, like, but I mean, I, I don't really remember a lot of the stuff I said during it, but it just kind of comes out naturally. But the mean scenes are really fun. Like, I did another one for Touch My Wife, and I was just like, yeah, can't even get your dick up for me, you know, because they like them really, they like them really aggressive. It's acting. It's okay. I guess it's acting. It's if, improv. Improv. I would say improv. Improv is still acting. <laughs> to me, like, I guess I think acting is different because okay. sometimes I get a script and it's acting versus like me just ad-libbing whatever I say. Because it is me, but it's not. It's me in like a different atmosphere as but Blake. You're, you're playing a character. At the end of the day, Blake is a character, right? Yeah, but I guess the the real me does come out in those in those mean scenes. Like I really like I'm fucking love saying mean shit sometimes. But there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm sure with mainstream actors, there's aspects of their real personality that comes out in their performances. Mm-hmm. It's still fucking acting. It's not like you're going around and just being that heartless person to 
people you interact with on a normal basis. At least, you know, if you do, you managed to hold it in for the 15 minutes before we got on air. You were very charming before we even got on air. So. <laughs> Good. I can take my mask off now. Now the camera's, <laughs> now the camera's rolling. And you're pot committed to doing this podcast, Matt. Oh, we're going to talk some shit. <laughs> uh, it's not we- talking shit if it's true. <laughs> Retelling stories is not gossip. Sure. Sure. I believe you. I believe you. Put a little sparkle on me. We we need to we need to backtrack a little bit though, because we did not get the story of I know, I told you ADHD. You and me both. This the show tangents all the fucking time. As the host of this show, it's my job to reel it back a little bit and you'll be like, hey, like, how'd you almost murder a man with your vagina? It was on set and he was you know, he's older, and I was just like, mm, I don't know. I'll do it if you put me on the box cover. <laughs> and I'm on the box cover. And I look damn good in that cheerleading costume. <laughs> but it was um, it was interesting. It, it's always very weird because, like, you have to have, like, a little bit of chemistry. I, at least I have to. I have to have, like, I, I have to find, like, one thing about you, like, a little hot. You know, even if it's just how your dick hits the back of my throat, you know, like, mm, that's the one thing. Isn't it a little late at that point? <laughs> if it's how, uh, isn't that a little late at that point? The timeline doesn't matter, Matt. The timeline doesn't matter. I you, mean, that's like, that you like, like chronological order. Oh, well, it's just like, oh, hey, boom, this penis is already hitting the back of my throat. I guess I'm into him now. Yeah. Matt, you might have just hit it right on the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> we need a soundboard like woo clap clap clap. <laughs> what do you think this is a morning zoo? I got fucking sound effects on the ready. What the fuck? Fuck dude. Where the fuck do you But think but you are? no, we okay, well we got through majority of the scene, right? And then it was really hot upstairs cuz you have to turn the air conditioning off sometimes cuz it's really loud and you can the microphones pick it up. I know nothing about this. <laughs> As you turn off the air conditioning. Oh, it was off before we started. Don't I make that mistake every once in a while? I, I, oh, it took that long to, to turn off? No, no, no. Every once in a while, I just fucking forget because one man show. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, fuck the AC. Oh, my God. Right. And then you're like, I'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. Exactly. <laughs> Other perk of being a one man show is like, well, I'm just fixing that in post. Fuck. But as our ADHD is just going over. But yeah, he just like pulled, he just, he just pulled out a little orange bottle of pills. And and took one or two, I don't know for sure. And then and then he said Wait, I, wait, wait. He didn't tell you to spit it into his mouth? Oh God. No. Oh no, if I I was, might be a porn star, but I'm I'm very vanilla when it comes to Oh no, if I was having cardiac arrest influence. on if I was having cardiac arrest on set, I'd be like, spit this pill into my mouth, girl. The BTS Maybe. Of, the BTS of that is amazing. Oh my god! Can you? Im- I I like. <laughs> you just look over and you're like, "Girl, did you just spit that in his mouth?" Oh yeah, was. He said it's the only way he could swallow them. It, it, what do you mean? <laughs> oh no, I'm stuck. What do you mean you're stuck? I can't move. <laughs> oh my god! I just have a whole vision of like, you know, girls with older performers and like. Them spitting Viagra's into dudes' mouths <laughs> as part of the scene. 
Oh my God. It's going to be like, so what are your do's and don'ts? Also, let me know. Do you have a pacemaker? Um, <laughs> do I have anything that I need to worry about cardiac wise? <laughs> What's your cardiac health like? <laughs> Can I talk to your doctor before we do this? I need to make sure you're healthy enough to have sex. But but the interesting about that situation that is it actually was a really good scene. Like I actually was like, oh shit, he can fuck. Damn, man. And so I enjoyed it. It was a great scene. And I but it was just that one funny moment of like, haha, like, oh, we were joking about it. And then it was like, oh. So what did you decide was hot about him besides that you almost killed him? I don't know. He's like, eh, it was there for a moment. I don't know. I it's I'm I feel like the more I do porn, Matt, the more quick I am to like like someone and then like not like them. It's very fleeting. No, I'm serious. It's because like I don't know if I have if I'm just a very jealous person or I have like anxious attachment style. But like as soon as I get to know someone and they like do something, like maybe they cancel plans on me, or maybe I see them like out with someone else and like I don't like them at all anymore. And then maybe like a week later. Hey, do you want to go out to dinner? We have a nice dinner and I like them again. What does that mean? Can someone can someone tell me what that means? Yeah, that's just above my pay grade. <laughs> I'm just happy, like, we barely know each other. You don't follow me on social media. No need for you to get jealous of anything I do. I don't know. I, I don't know, you know where, where I live is. now, so <laughs> I do. Shit. Shit. Oh my god. Yeah, you don't know anything about me. You didn't even see my ID. Yeah, nothing sexual is happening. How do you even know I'm Blake Blossom? Well, I I honestly don't, folks. Like, this could be the most epic troll in the history of the show. And if that is the case, there's a publicist I have to reach out to and be like, bravo, sir. Well played. What the fuck? No, no, no. Who did you send over here? No, no. I, there would no be what the fuck to be like, well played. Well fucking played. Like, I appreciate a good trolling. Like. That would be so funny, though, if I find someone who, like, kind of looks like me and it's like a doppelganger scene and they're like, oh, you're not Blake. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, for the scene, they got a CID, so. Well, yeah. But for publicity or a red carpet, you could have someone walk like the ABM red carpet for you. I don't know if I would want someone to walk that for me, but that would be cool if there was two of us. That would trip some people the fuck out. That would be so crazy. Oh, oh my god! Anyone? Anyone? Let me know if oh, you look like me. What would be really <laughs> funny is like you have her walk as you, and then you're there right behind her as her assistant. Oh my god! Holding her fucking dress and bag, and I'm like, I'm like fucking. That would. That's so good, though. That's so good. I mean, it would definitely stand out. Like, think about that shit. That'd be hilarious, especially like. Because some of those photographers definitely know you, know you. So they'll be like, wait, what the fuck's happening? Oh, my God. We might have discovered a new troll to just fucking send doppelganger. Well, uh, fucking what? My stunt double. <laughs> Hannibal fucking Burst. Okay. Sent someone else as him to the Spider-Man Homecoming fucking premiere and to walk the carpet and, like, attend the premiere. No way. Yeah. Wow. What was the reason? Just didn't feel like going. Interesting. You know when, uh, have you seen pictures of Kim Kardashian where she wears like those like really tight outfits that are just like all one color? I mean, pretty much everything she wears, right? Exactly. So I, I think it was for Balenciaga, but she was wearing, it was, 
it was her, but she was fully covered in like black cloth and it was very like shrink wrapped to her. And I, it was, I was like, what if that's not even her? What if it's not even her? They because they, on her. no, it was like, you could see the videos, but it's like, if you're fully clothed and you look like a walking shadow, you know, all, I think like what they were saying is like the metaphor of it was that you don't even need to see her face. It's just her shape. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Millions of dollars of plastic surgery walking <laughs> down a red carpet. I know. Now they're all reversing it. It's wild. Like, you made your career on this shit. Yeah. And then you see the trends trickling down. And then you see girls my age that are, like, getting BBLs. Uh, honestly, I fucking wish I had one. But I don't think I could do the recovery process for it. I don't even know what goes into the recovery on it. Well, they do like pretty intense liposuction all over you. So you have like little marks from liposuction all over you. Um, and when they take the fat, they can't use 100% of the fat. So it depends on like what type of method they go in. I mean, some of it becomes soap. Duh. Oh, my God. I love that movie. That movie, I thought I was really freaked out when like at the end and they were like, he wasn't there. This is a mind fuck. Oh, my God. But, yeah, we're not making stuff with people. I, I'm glad you got that reference. I'm <laughs> super glad you got that reference. I, I hope someone – has someone done a porn parody of that? Oh, I'm sure. 100. There has to. The movie's 20 years old. Maybe. I'd like to see who what the performers are. Are you, are you Googling it? I am, but continue. <laughs> with the, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, no, we were talking about Kim Kardashian getting her – well, the Kardashians getting their plastic surgery, and you oh, recovered from a presenting so, so – it depends on like how they go and get it in there. So sometimes they can take 60% of the fat. Sometimes it's all the way down to like 25, 30%. But if you think about the volume of fat that you have to have taken out, you know, if you're losing between, you know, 50 to 70% of what you're taking out, it's like how much weight do you initially have to start with to get your ideal end figure? And there's so many, it's like the number one death rate surgery right now. And you know, it's very interesting is so I, I I'm very candid about like I don't ever promote myself as natural like my boobs are natural like my body is natural granted do I love cool sculpting yes I will admit to cool sculpting <laughs> but I love getting fillers I've been getting fillers and Botox in my face for five years and when everything came about the sickness I don't know if we're allowed to say it COVID oh my god sometimes sometimes they like flag if you say COVID like for fucking what they like misinformation. Okay, this is not fucking misinformation. Do not flag the CDC. Well, fucking do not. At the end of the day, this is a comedy show. Please. <laughs> well, the story I'm about to say is based on like stuff that I saw online that there were multiple women, including women that were going to the same injecting place that I was going to, that after they received the vaccine were having problems with the filler in their face, that the vaccine was going and attacking those, you know, added yeah. added things into your body, the foreign objects, those foreign molecules, and it was causing the filler to turn into rock. And you can't take that out of your face. It's not like in lip injections where... It's a, it's more of like a hyaluronic acid base, but they have like an antidote that they can put in there that dissolves it. So that's how people can kind of get away with big going really big. And then, you know, you can have so many problems with it. Like I remember I used to wear my lips way, way, way bigger and I would get these like balled up things like underneath my lip and my lips were so big at one point, you couldn't even see my teeth when I talked. Literally. And but but think so about you ever it. Look and, back at those photos and be like, why did I do this? No, I fucking loved it. Why'd you stop? I fucking loved it. Well, 
it's very painful. So I don't know if I've talked about this, but I will talk about it. So I got a rhinoplasty last April and it takes a really long time to heal. So it was like kind of before Christmas and I, it was a couple of days before Christmas and I went to go get my lips done again. And I was like, what, like eight months post-op of my rhinoplasty. So fi- like it takes a long time for all. What, the- what did the old nose look like? Fucking crooked. Like, I don't know how people don't see it. I have absolutely no idea. It's not like I did that much. And of, of course, I want another one, you know, fucking Michael Jackson over here. <laughs> Stop diddling <laughs> children. Like, Stop diddling children. <laughs> but no, it's just like when you get into that fucking no, cycle folks. of. Ew. <laughs> when you get into that cycle of like constantly changing yourself, like you get fucking used to it and you get addicted to it. And so like. Did you- Feel you have body dysmorphia? Or? Oh, extremely. But I, I had that like way before, probably when I was like 10 or 11. Because when I did competitive dance when I was little, I was I was always like kind of taller and a little bit bigger. Like, I'm not a petite bitch. Like, I'm not over here like 5'3", 90 pounds. Like, I'm not, you know, a spinner. So I'm like a bigger girl. So I was always like bigger compared to the other girls. And I think that's where that started. I'm just going to put a big, big fucking cap. As being in the same room as like. Not a big girl. Just putting that out there. There you go. <laughs> There's your body dysmorphia right fucking there. Definitely not a big girl. No, but it's I'm very aware about how I am and how I view myself. And I know that I have a fuck ton of, you know, self-esteem building to do. And you have to be very aware being in this industry because a lot of people, people go online and say this, you know, this girl's like in her stomach rolls and her acne is so bad. You wouldn't believe the bullshit that I've gotten about my acne. I, I do you know how to wash your face? Have you ever tried this? Bitch, I've tried fucking everything, okay? I'm a 22-year-old young woman who wears makeup sometimes multiple times a day. Yes, I wash my face. I spend thousands of dollars on lasers and fucking chemicals to try and fix it, okay? That's how deep this shit has like really gotten in my life because now we're adding another layer to it. I'm on camera all the time. I got my lips done when I was in high school, Matt. I was a senior and I got my fucking lips done. That is wild to me. Didn't tell my mom. Fucking spent $180, got a fucking syringe of Juvederm, and I loved it. And I've been hooked ever since. But the problem... What doctor was just like, yo, high school student, this is My friend's mom was a fucking nurse, but she she, she has a lot done to herself. And and she uh, projected a little bit onto her daughter and would say like, oh, you know, like... I can't wait for my daughter to, you know, like do this too. That is fucking wild. Scottsdale, Arizona, man, like we're crazy out there, but it it compounds. So it's like if I'm already experiencing that as a child and then we get and then we see like Kylie Jenner and Kim K, you know, with all this plastic surgery and I grew up with Instagram, right? So it's like that's what I've grown up with. That's all I know is that, oh, if you have money. Girl, you can change your face. You can change. You can buy your titties. You can buy yourself an ass. You can buy yourself. There's plenty of guys that I know that have chest implants, calf implants, fucking penis enlargements, penis pumps. So it's like when you grow up in the in this era of like you can change yourself so much. Think about what it does to these us fucking young girls on camera. Oh no, no, no. When you're finally like six months in and you have you know twenty thirty racks sitting in your fucking account and you're like. I'm going to go get my lips done. My friend has her done. I saw this girl on set. She had, you know, all this shit done. I, I totally fucking get it. Hell, Facebook had came out not too long ago about, oh, yeah, they had internal memos being like, yeah, we know Instagram is negatively affecting 
the self-esteem of women. It's the filters. It's the filters. And I think there's, well, it's, in the state of Texas, I don't, I don't think you can do face filters on TikTok. No, you can't. Um, well, it's the filters. It's also, it's, social media is curated life. Mm-hmm. No one really has the expertise to explain that to their children because I'm assuming your parents are probably a little older than me. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, my parents are older. Well, I'd hope so. Like, because if. Yeah, my mom's 31 years older than me. Okay. So they're, they're a little, you know, your mom's 10 years older than me. At that or somewhere around there. I'm, I've been drinking math. It's hard. <laughs> but the point is, we are of a generation where social media was a thing as once we were adults for the most part. Mm-hmm. So the navigation of it isn't as prevalent unless you're doing stuff like you know, what I do for a living. It's like if you're an adult in Hollywood who does content creation for a living, yeah, you're up on social media. But if you're just like, I have a normal nine to five job, why the fuck would I be up on this? Right. How are you supposed to like navigate with your children who are inundated with this shit? And now it's different with TikTok because everyone's making TikToks. Everyone can be a TikTok star. But yeah, it's it's very interesting because it's like if you like I was already depressed as fuck before I got into porn, right? So it's like when people try to say and this is probably not the best place for you. That's what people say. And they fucking try and say, Oh, porn made me so depressed and made me have an eating disorder. And it's like, were you having that before? Right. Well and- what was the timeline? Because if you were already doing that before you created this persona. I mean, it can exacerbate it and make it like really fucking bad. Oh, 100% it can. Fuck. Any, any, anything that, you know, if you have an alcohol problem, if you have a drug problem, like, but you have to know, like, girl, you need to fucking work. You're in your prime, bitch. So many people are, lack self awareness. Completely. Or they choose to like, not give a fuck. They're like, woo, I don't care. I'll fuck anyone with $2,000. <laughs> and you know what? Shout out, girl. You, you'll learn. You'll learn. Or not. Hopefully. Hopefully. Otherwise, it'll be some fucking tragedy story, and those happen. I don't, I don't care about being mean to my friends. They say they're doing some dumb shit. I'll be like, the fuck are you doing that for? Why? You? Oh, you don't know how to... Oh, well, I'm not making money on my OnlyFans. Okay, you want to collab? Okay, we'll find other ways. I, I mean, as as much as I don't... I don't hook. So I've, I've only escorted one time, and, you know, you got to try it once. I had to see what the, all the fun was about. I didn't find it very fulfilling. I found it very boring, actually. Can you and, tell the class the whole story? Can, I mean, you opened the can of worms already. The thing about it is I have, I say no to everything first. Like, I've never had a sugar daddy. I don't care. I'd be a horrible sugar baby. I don't want to fucking talk to you. Direct deposit. <laughs> we don't need to meet up to get the check, you I, know? Some sugar daddies might be super into that. I... I I, I don't, don't do it. I, I, I mean, if you're not into it, don't do it. It's just it. not my thing. I don't, I don't find joy in, like, doing that. So, for me, it's like, why would I hook? Like, I'd rather be on a camera set. Like, I like a, like a, I like a crowd, man, you know? I, I, it's just not my thing. I'm, so, have I'm, you thought about getting into feature dancing? A little bit. A little bit. That's funny that you bring that up. Well, you just mentioned you want to be in front of a crowd. That is the number one fast track to being in front of a crowd. I mean, I, I there'll be more people on a cam show, <laughs> but it's not a real crowd. But yeah, I like the performance aspect of it. But what? no, so yeah, it, it was. Know you. It, it was chill. It wasn't that weird. I just like nothing bad happened to me. Like I made my money and I, I was chilling. So like, but, 
But you know what? I I Where'd can't. You guys meet up? It was like a fucking fancy restaurant. Like how? Did it was in Vegas. I mean, a normal hotel that I stay at all the time. Like I was like, yeah, just get a room there. Like buy me a room and pay me. Like and then we can go out to dinner. And I'm I'm super chill and like nice. Like I I'm not here to like be anything other than you know what I'm here for. You know, like I'm not a extra person that just loves to fucking the theatrics granted do i love theatrics yes but it's not a, a, a prevalent thing that's always with me and i just was like you know what i can't i can't shit on it if i haven't done it you know like why would you take advice from someone like for example if someone's in aa like why would you want someone that's never tasted alcohol ever like that doesn't make sense right like you would want someone who has experienced that right I, yeah <laughs> No, but you want it's. It, I feel like when you have that common bond with someone, when they've been through the same experience with you, you can get an understanding of what it's like to actually be there in that moment. And it's like I can't just be sitting over here being like, "That's fucked up and that's gross." Why would you do that if yeah, I no, didn't no. do it already? So it's like, okay, I'll yeah. fucking dip my toes in the water, bitch. Yeah, I'll fucking get on your level. So, you think I'm not so hardcore enough? Out. I'll try it. You know. Where do you take you for dinner? At at some restaurant at the hotel. Like, he didn't even take you out of the hotel? No. That's bullshit. There's some fine dining in fucking Vegas. Yeah. And and the thing about that is, like, I went into it just being, like, I grew up around very, very judgmental people. I grew up in a very prevalent LDS community for Mormons. So it's very judgmental, like, when you're growing up around there because— Do you have magic underwear? I don't. But I've seen a couple of boys— I've taken a couple of them off. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Completely, complete side note, complete side note. But this is the first podcast post-vasectomy for anyone who's paying attention at home. My doctor, his primary practice is in Utah. And when we did the procedure, gave me fucking underwear to wear that was like tighter than the underwear I was wearing. It took everything in my power while he was working on me not to make a magic underwear joke. Everything. I'm like, this guy could. I believe that shit when I was a kid, though, because they told us they they would tell us stories about how it protected people, and I was like, I fully believed it. But now I'm like a total non-believer. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm totally atheist. I don't believe in anything except except pure science. Sorry. That was the most sorry, folks. Most unenthusiastic atheist. I have some morals, but I'm not. I'm not like religious at all. Well, honestly, in all reality. Why would we have our morals set by people who didn't even shit indoors? I am see. I'm so un- uneducated about anything religion wise. I just shut an eye to it. I just I don't want to hear it at all. The Bible was written by people who don't didn't shit indoors. Like that. That's that simple. That's a weird fact. That's a really weird fact. How do you know that? How how do they know? Because indoor plumbing wasn't invented till like the fucking 1800s. Oh well, if you're thinking of it like that, I guess. Yeah. I thought they were like making a choice. <laughs> no, 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 not not religiously. Like, yeah, we don't. Oh, dumb blonde! Welcome to the Dumb Blonde Podcast with Blake Blossom, your host. <laughs> Fuck! I just got replaced. <laughs> but no, so After I all these years. But I was raised around a very a lot of judgmental people and had a lot of judgment placed on me as a kid. Like, so it definitely affects how I live my life now. Like, I have a very very high sense of awareness of about like. If people don't like me or if I'm doing something wrong. And I think that kind of 
helps me steer through a lot of the bullshit that happens. But yeah, about the the hooking or the escorting thing, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it maybe way, way may, to say the quiet part out loud. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll get into it one day. I don't know. Right now, it's not for me. I don't find it fulfilling emotionally. I mean, I and and that's the thing. It's like what do I want to do stuff for? Do I want to do it because I emotionally want to do it and I truly want to be there and do it? And that's how I feel about being on every single porn set. I truly want to be there. I truly want to fuck. And I truly want to get that fucking scene where it's like, am I just doing this for money? Am I just here like just battling all my inner demons and I just have to push through it, push through it for that fucking check? I'm not going to last another year if I'm going to live like that. I mean, some people definitely do it out of fucking survival, though, that they have to. And and that's the thing that I'm so grateful for, that I have other avenues. And the way that I've positioned myself in the industry is I've been very, very careful that I don't have to resort to that. And I will fucking sell my—I'd rather sell panties all day. You know, I'd rather sell all my lingerie. I'd rather sit on cam for fucking three days straight and make—if I need 10 grand, I'll, I'll fucking sit on cam till I make 10 grand. To me, that's just what I want to do. And that's what's so important about porn is— you can fucking choose to do all this shit, you know? You can choose to do... Oh, oh my God. I almost had to t- <laughs> flip the table over. Not almost. <laughs> she definitely did hit the table. She's very passionate. <laughs> almost flipped the table on me like... Well, I know. Go. You can always tell when I'm like getting animated and I'm getting really heated because I'm like... <laughs> and I start like freaking out and getting the anxiety going. Good thing I'm not drinking. <laughs> oh, I, I... You're cracking this egg open, Matt. Oh, I, I almost Woo. I almost would pay to see what that would be like. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I had a couple of drinks last night and I was like, "Woo, girl, we got to stop. I'm going to start telling this girl her outfit's ugly as fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. It was so bad, Matt. Like. Oh, uh, oh, girl. What were we talking about? Oh, we were just talking about your escorting experience and like how it wasn't for you. Just wasn't my thing. I'd, I'd rather be on set. I'd rather I'd rather have a scene come out. To me, I'd rather have a way like, you know, 12,000 scenes on my fucking record than 12,000 body count. Do you have any mainstream ambition? Do you want to like get into like mainstream acting at some point or Well, the interesting thing about that is I like being myself a lot and I like I like being my true self and taking the certain parts of my personality, like the very sexual, like little demon that like gets released, you know? I like doing that. I like the fun, little creepy parts of my personality that I can pull out. But I feel like with a lot of the TV acting, if it's not comedy, I feel like I would be a little put off by it. I don't think I'm good enough, you know, to do that yet. Maybe I need to take some acting classes. And learn how to memorize some fucking scripts. <laughs> oh my god! Take it till you make it. Fuck, it's Hollywood. Maybe, but also, I think I've experienced a lot of like pretty girl privilege in my life, where I get a lot of things just because of the way I look. And as I know, you're gonna fucking laugh, but like that's kind of why I chose porn because I was like, I, I think I look hot. <laughs> I like having sex. You know, I think I would do better in this industry than trying to bust my balls and be on a fucking TV show. And be competing with a lot of other pretty girls who have had pretty girl privilege their whole fucking lives. Yeah. And it's it's just where you want to take yourself and, and what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. And I'm okay fucking people on camera. I think it's fun. I think it's funny. I think for the most part, 
everything about porn that I do, specifically what I do, not just the whole fucking world of porn. Okay, there's a lot of things that I don't agree with. But what I do is it's very curated to what I specifically want to do. What don't you want to do? Like what is what is the besides the step stuff which we discussed mm-hmm. earlier? What is like what do you consider like to be fucked up? They're like, nah, that that that's not for me. Um it gets into some weird waters when you start talking about like the violence towards women. Cause damn, I love getting fucked hard. You know, like I love getting my hair pulled. I love getting choked. Like that's consensual. Well, I, I mean, I, I, Ideally. any anything can be consensual. I mean, but it's, it's to me is there's an, there's a very important aspect about doing the very extreme porn like, I have friends that, you know, do scat play and piss and puke, and they're still going to be my friends. You know, I don't have to do it, but they're doing it. Oh, my God. I just started thinking about something else. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I started thinking about this other video. <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay. It's okay. What was I talking about? Obviously. I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> what are you getting nervous about? <laughs> what did I do? What did I, how, Nothing. Why Why are you getting nervous? It's okay. I started thinking about my friends that are doing that. And I, I, I just. Well, at the end of the day. You know. As long as your friends aren't hurting anyone. Why would. You- oh, I, I know what point I was trying to make. It's what? the violence towards women. So when, what you see on Twitter, you know, like Twitter is a very. It's an open market. You know, you can put anything on there. I've seen people, you know, horrible terrorist shit from like overseas, you know, like really very, very graphic things. And and that's one of the biggest debates about like, oh, porn is glorifying abuse against women. There are some aspects that are. There are. There's are some certain websites. And it's I feel like the websites are are going away and they're shifting towards the times where they're 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 realizing like this is not fucking cool anymore. Where it was cool maybe like five, six, seven years ago. Where now it's like, Mm-mm. you better fucking follow everything that's on her yes and no list, or there's gonna be some serious lawsuits. But recently, there's been a lot of people that post videos of just like slapping, punching, yeah, just just very like physical violence. No titties out. No pussies out. No one's sucking dick. There's not a vibrator strapped. There's no... And if you think of like the art of kink.com, right? Like they are pleasuring you the entire time. Even though it looks so hardcore and it sounds crazy, they're, they fucking love it. I've had so many friends shoot for kink and they're like, oh my God, I want to do that like every other week, you know? Like I just want to get it in. But then you see the stuff that's like, my friend just got slapped in the next fucking month. How is that porn? And that gets in the mix with, you know, like people sucking dick and you see a video of someone sucking dick and then someone fucking and then doggy and then, oh, damn, that girl can squirt like crazy. Whoa. And then you see videos of people getting slapped and it's like that's all considered porn. So that's where I have the kind of like, mm, yeah, I do my type of porn. I do Blake porn. <laughs> I mean, I just don't do anything but yeah the the violent stuff is really hard to have a gauge because there are times when I just want to like fucking let loose and and sometimes I do want people to hurt me I do there's nothing wrong with that like no one should kink shame you on that shit if that's what you fucking want well then I kink shame my friends because I'm like bitch why'd you do that no she's like because I want to I like getting marked up I like it and it's 
I, I just haven't been explained to enough. I, I think I'm a little, I was a little uneducated about it. But now that I'm like progressing into like, okay, like now we're going to have sex with multiple guys. Now we're going to be doing anal and, and, you know, the more aggressive things. And I always think like, oh my God, like, are my friends watching this thinking that I'm getting hurt? Or is someone watching this and thinking that this is fucking real? Like, there's a couple of websites that I really want to shoot for because I know that my personality and the way that I do blowjobs and, you know, the way that I can get to that hardcore level, it would fucking be great because that's the time and place to fucking do it. Right. But I, I always get very hesitant because I'm always so worried about that that looming, you know, judge, judge, judge over here. I'm, I'm watching you. I'm going to judge you for everything you're doing. And so I think that's why I've been like very tiptoey about what I've been doing the last like, two years. You're already damned in, in the grand <laughs> Condemn me. <laughs> right. Like fuck other people's judgment. Uh, you're still. Yeah. You say that. And it's such like an easy thing to say, like well, fuck what they think. Well, but it's also one of those things that like I am much older than you. So it, it took, I'm not, at 22, oh no, I was fucking hanging on the words of everybody, fucking every mm -hmm. fucking thing matter. And hell, even at, I'm 41 now, even at 41, it takes some self-control sometimes to not try to fight people in the comments on fucking YouTube. It's much easier said than done. Yeah. But it is so freeing once you try to practice it, when you're just like, fuck them. They, they don't fucking matter. That's what everyone says to me is stop reading the comments, and I can't. Oh, no, no. It's a fucking addiction. Go ahead and read the fucking comments, but realize why would you take their opinion if you wouldn't take their fucking advice? You don't know who the fuck this person is. You don't know what their fucking background is. You don't know what the fuck. This person may not be able to fucking string a sentence together. Why the fuck does their opinion matter? Exactly. But it, it takes time, practice, and conscious effort to get to a point where – you don't have just the emotional response to be like, fuck that motherfucker. They're mm -hmm. trying to fight me. Yeah. It, it more so the comments don't really like anger me. It's more so that a lot of times they already touch on insecurities that I have. So it's like, God, stop pointing out the crack in the fucking glass, man. Like just drink out of it. The fuck is wrong with you? And and that's what's so like horrible about you know, like being a young woman and having money to like go ahead and change yourself. Like I can have red hair tomorrow. I could go get fake tits tomorrow. I could go buy an ass tomorrow. I, I mean, I could lipo. too. That, that's not, that doesn't make you special. <laughs> Let me know if you want any shoes. What size are you? <laughs> I, I would wager a lot of money on my feet. I have a bunch bigger. of makeup. I have a bunch of hair stuff. Are we going to do a Messler makeover? <laughs> we could. I, I'm totally down for that bonus content. Oh my God. Come on, folks. Do I don't mind it if guys wear makeup. I used to be weird about it because I felt like um, well, I, I just didn't understand it. You better yeah. not be worried about it if you're going to be doing my makeup. Fuck. <laughs> well, we're doing it for fun. It's like people who choose to wear it, like wear it. I, I because I grew up around like people who were so like, you know, like bad, 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 hell, hell, hell. I wasn't even in it. I was just around it all the time. And but it's it's very interesting how everything that's happened to me up until I was 18, like really shaped the last like four and a half years of my life since I've been over 18. It's, it's really interesting. It's interesting to be and like. scary. It's wild to be like, oh my God, these people are fucking fallible humans who don't know shit either. Mm. It's like, oh, hey, all these people who like act like they know fucking everything don't know shit at all. They don't. They, they don't have the life experiences to. 
not everyone can experience fucking everything. I know, but the way that I view it is like what we're talking about, like who's watching my porn, who's buying it. And I always want to, I keep my customers very, very in my, like in the back of my mind all the time. So I'm worried that if I shift from what I've been doing for the last two years, that it's going to be, you know, like I'm not going to have any fans anymore. Like if I got a tattoo, oh my fucking God, Matt. Oh my God. At the end of the day, it'd be a problem for my fans. They would take it fucking personal. (laughs) Guess what? They may have to get over it. At the end of the day, it's your life. Do something for you. I don't know. I I, I, sometimes I like doing stuff for other people. What am I people? Does that mean I'm a people pleaser? Possibly. Oh. If you do something for you, what's to say that you won't gain newer fans, more fans? Mm -hmm. Because just because the old fans fell off doesn't mean the new fans won't come and drove like. Oh my god, that tattoo is so fucking hot, or whatever, mm-hmm. or like so fucking hot as a redhead. Like, who fucking knows? If it's gonna make you happy, what stops you from experimenting with it? Because in most of those cases, you can go back. And and that's something that I think about all the time about what I want to do moving forward. Because like, all right, I'm two and a half years in. Which is I, I already have. Of, I have three awards. Like, what else? What else can I fucking? Ooh la la! Do? She's got three awards. Ooh la! Sorry. Yeah, because it's 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 truly it's like this is I, this was like my end goal was to get awards. That was kind of like okay, I'll get an award and then I'll be done. And now it's like oh, uh, oh wow! I, oh I, fuck! I'm used to this. That was that was a little quick. And and now like what do I do? <laughs> you know, because I was I I just had assumed that it takes much longer. I mean, sometimes to it get does. those things. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Like that's the fucking nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be grinding this shit out for five six years mm-hmm. and never get any recognition. Sometimes you can be in it for fucking six months and be like, you are the hottest new thing on the fucking planet. It all depends on how the fans engage with you, how fucking people who do the booking marketing decide like, yeah. oh shit, this is, you know. But but do you understand like why I'm so paranoid about every fucking thing and I read every comment because if it's like one switch of opinion, I mean, I, I could be canceled. And that's what's also really horrible about social media. I'm too, really sorry that you came on this cancel podcast. Cancel culture. That, this is what's going to. Cancel me, bitch. <laughs> give a fuck i'm already sucking dick on the internet (laughs) i can't get a corporate job (laughs) you are oh my god i I had no idea Mm. you're sucking dick on where what's the link sauce (laughs) anyone on reddit knows that sauce (laughs) like and oh reddit's really bad too oh reddit's the fucking worst and oh my god matt in the beginning, I was so fucking aggressive with my fans. I was like, go fuck yourself, you fucking fat loser pig. Like, you're sitting in your mom's fucking basement, typing out your little credit card numbers into buying my porn. Was that you projecting your own insecurity on them? Oh, sorry, know. sorry. Sorry for the... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What kind of questions are you asking here, motherfucker? What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Put that cup down. <laughs> Fucking ask it real shit. Fuck. This is oh, what I signed it says up for. In, I forgot what we were talking about. Well, apparently we were coming back from my fucking camera shutting down because I decided that I had to shoot Blake in 4K. I'm too hot. I broke the camera. Oh, my God. Now that we've gotten her back down to regular HD. <laughs> like Interview over. She's going to flip the table. She's out. I mean, she's from Arizona. She may have like five guns on her. They call me gunslinger. (laughs) 
with the big iron on my hip. <laughs> the fucking cowboy over here. I love that song. I just released a bunch of Western stuff. Are you, you in the country? No, but I like, I like, I grew up in Arizona, so I, I feel better when I'm like in dry heat. I hate humidity. Ooh, it just opens up my pores. Ew. <laughs> Ew, pores. Yeah. <laughs> Wet pores. <laughs> So no, why, why haven't you made the transition to fucking fully moving to LA or Vegas or? Oh my god! Hi, I'd like a venti pistachio latte, one extra pump of pistachio cream. I'd like a vanilla cold foam float and a cinnamon drizzle. Like, stop! You're turning me on. That's so hot. That's. Um, I'm really sorry. I just have a question: Is your salmon farm raised or wild caught? I'm pretty much already living in L.A. <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah, you just hop onto the 405, get onto the 101. Oh, my God. Do you love You just hop onto the 405 and you just get on the 101. Just get off on Sepulveda. Head up on down. <laughs> I didn't realize I was just about to unleash, like, all the Angelino bits that Blake had started. Whoa. What? <laughs> I love Saturday Night Live. Jesus Christ. Do you- Wow. See, so like when we're talking about like stuff I would want to do, I would want to do fucking Saturday Night Live. Why don't you? Oh my God. I'd probably fuck everyone. Well, that's one way to make it on SNL. <laughs> hey. Ooh. <laughs> but I, I really like the the old Bill, Bill Hader stuff. I loved his Stefan stuff, the, the New York club behind a dumpster next to five rats wearing party hats. It's called Birthday Cake. <laughs> I love it. He was always the best. And do you like Jimmy Fallon? Mm, Fallon's all right. You know what's funny? He's always like, ha, ha, yeah, that was, that's crazy, man. You know, he's always like doing like that super fake laugh. But if you watch his SNL stuff, he's so good. He's like one of the best ones on there. Beside Will Ferrell. That is whole other fucking seasons there. <laughs> that's that's like a decade apart from each other. Fuck. Well, I, I guess I like watching a lot of the compilations and the holiday ones are always really big. So, but there, yeah, like it would be so fun if I like did some type of like comedy sketch with like What's Amy Poehler or like Rachel Dratch. Well, I mean, oh my God. Not with necessarily with them, but what's stopping you from just doing comedy sketches on your own? Well, there's a couple things of like ideas that I wanted to do that are more like satire and they're kind of like making fun of stuff in porn. And what's stopping you from doing it? Judgment of other people. <laughs> I just get so scared. I don't know why. I, I know, right? I get so scared to be like doing comedy. Like, and oh real- my God, I'm going to try to do something funny. Hey, this is what my I'd rather was. pull my tits out. <laughs> people can identify my butthole from the moon. They probably could. But whole, heaven forbid you do something that makes people fucking laugh. I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> I've been on air with you for about an hour and a half at this point. You're fucking funny. Thank you. Like the whole point where you were like, I don't want to do these. these I'm like, you should probably be fucking podcasting is honestly what you should be doing. Maybe. Maybe. I don't say that to fucking everybody. Like, I'm not I'm not just saying that to say that. Like, I don't say that to fucking everybody. 
I think I would, I think I would get a, I think I would really like it if I could provoke someone. <laughs> Into what? Like, like getting someone and I would like know some shit about them. I'm like, so what's going on with Mr. So-and-so? You know, like where it's like that real life, like, bitch, oh my God, this guy, you know, where it's like really friend to friend. But I feel like you can't put a lot of that stuff on podcasts because we're name dropping, you know, we're talking about. Well, see, that's that's the art of podcast storytelling is tell the story, but don't name names. You tell the story. But it's funnier with the names sometimes because you're like, oh my God. It is to the parties involved. (laughs) But at the end of the day, for the audience, unless they specifically know who that person is, like saying Chester Bennington's son matters because people know who Chester Bennington is. But if you're like, I fucked this rock star son, it almost has the same impact. Mm-hmm. It, it's the situation that's the funny part. Not necessarily the parties involved, unless that party is someone the audience can fucking relate to. Yeah. I Maybe I would do a podcast. I would need a manager to help me because I'm all over the fucking place. You don't say. <laughs> you don't fucking say. I, I used to have an assistant. They buried in the desert somewhere? What happened to <laughs> I used to have an assistant. That would be... Let me write that down. That's actually a really good idea for something. Larry Once again, down. recording. That's okay. Let me... Let me. <laughs> Please, I, I, I'm not going to watch I, this again. I have some funny stuff in my, in my notes. Fuck, what did I just say? I totally forgot. About an assistant that you murdered? Ah. Uh, like, you know those writing prompts that you would do, like, for creative writing? And it would be like... No, Blake. I'm illiterate. <laughs> but you know but you know how they would do that? They would give you a prompt, and then you'd have to come up with the story. I always really liked those ones. But, I yeah, about comedy in general, I think m- me, I'm a funny person, but I don't think that everyone would like my comedy. Who cares? At the end of the day... I, I guess that's you. the point, right? Do it for you. I get yeah. so in my head. I get so in my head. And, you know, I feel like because I kind of live as, like, two people, there's, like, the side of me as Blake that's like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to do all this crazy shit. And I'm going to get super famous and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, it's me. It's it's me. And I'm like, uh, girl, would you be doing this if, if you weren't motivated by money? <laughs> would anyone be doing most things if they weren't motivated by money? Do people fucking pick up other people's trash if they weren't motivated by money? There's nothing wrong with being motivated by fucking money. Well, I try to not have every aspect be like that. Well, la-di-da, Miss Fancy Pants. (laughs) I'm financially stable. I don't have to motivate everything by money. I did tell you I was having problems with the IRS earlier. (laughs) So Things should be more motivated by money. You got to pay that fucking bill. I did pay. They said I didn't. That's what I'm dealing with. Wait, you don't have a receipt of payment? So that's what I that's what is very interesting is that I did the direct pay on April 18th at like 12 in the afternoon. Got my confirmation code from the government and I get a letter and it says you did not pay and then you owe another like 2 $3,000 on top of it for an interest and I was like, "Whoa. Okay, well this just got real." And but imagine if I like didn't pay my taxes for like 3 years. Oh, I know some performers that happen to. Because that, that is the sad part about pornography. Uh, there is no one being like, hey, all this massive money, 18-year-old girl who is probably never... Maybe you should save it. <laughs> right. Probably save? don't need to buy that fucking Mercedes. What? And and that's why I was telling you is that I, I 
even though that I, I like to live this grandiose lifestyle and go to LA and buy Balenciaga and go to Vegas and fuck guys for money. It's like just the one I, time. It, just the one time. <laughs> but at least I'm honest about it. You know, I could lie and, and pretend that, you know, I would never do that. And, uh, uh, uh. Well, and that, that that is such a wild thing to me. Not that you escorting. So when I first got into the industry, there was a lot of people that were escorting. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's tail as old as fucking time. Yeah. But it was so fucking, you know, frowned upon. People... People would not admit to their friends that they were escorting. And that's been a wild change in the industry in my time in. The fact that, like, people are much more open about it. Like, Dude, they put it as their Twitter name. Touring in New York. Right. July 3rd through July 27th. Email me. Fill out my Google Forms document. Right. But seriously, when I got in 10 years ago, people would not even tell their close, like, real-life close friends that that, both of them would be escorting and they wouldn't tell each other. Because mm. there was such shame attached to it. Now they're like, girl, we got a thing on Friday, 8 o'clock. Come with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now there's like whole fucking support groups. I'm like, yeah. And and, I've, and I'm kind of glad it's changing because I, I, it makes it safer. And and that's my pre- that's like my main concern is like that that they're not being safe. But But the main thing that really triggers me about people who escort is that, A, are you really requiring everyone to test or are you just using condoms? Because guess what? If if so, if I test every 14 days, right? Say I'm working every single day of those 14 weeks. Okay, day one, I could fuck someone who just fucked 20 people that weekend and get an STD. Well, guess what? 13, 12, 11, it goes down the line and it just spreads it. And now it's like, now I'm spreading this to 13 other people. And then I have to go and make the phone call. Hey... This is Blake. I I just wanted to have a conversation with you. But guess what? I'm the type of person that's going to fucking call you and say, hey, I popped. I got a dirty test, man. Because at the end of the day, why, if it was really serious, I would want someone to call me. I would want someone to call me and be like, hey, I don't know what happened. You don't have to tell me what the fuck you were doing. You know, I I don't know what happened, girl. People have sex lives off camera. Yeah. And you know, it's really sad. I've had friends that are like, dude, I, I like, how do you deal with STDs? My boyfriend cheated on me and I got an STD. Like, how do you deal with it? And I'm like, girl, holy shit. I don't even know what I would do if I had a boyfriend and I got chlamydia from a boyfriend, you know, like, well, how, how would you feel about that r- rather than getting chlamydia from someone on set? I mean, it depends on the situation. Like I definitely got chlamydia from a civilian partner a couple of years back. Because of cheating? No, because it was an open thing. So oh. it, was, it was just like I, I don't I don't I'm not very educated on open relationships. It's very confusing to me. It was a non-monogamous thing. I was not okay. This has been discussed on the show so many fucking times. Sorry for any future partners who ever watched my content. Be like, Jesus Christ, Matt, you had chlamydia once. You talk about it for fucking six years. <laughs> six years? Yeah, the show. It was been, traumatic for you, huh? No, and the show's been going on for six years though, and I got chlamydia from her in 2015. Okay. It's what caused you to do this, right? It it was a life-changing moment. No. (laughs) The reason I started this podcast is because I got chlamydia. (laughs) It super wasn't. Like, honestly, as I've said multiple times on the show, the only thing I was upset about in the whole situation is that she took zero ownership in the situation. I fucking popped dirty. I hit her up because she was the last person I fucked. I'm like, yo, you need to get tested. Mm -hmm. Out of concern. Right. And we weren't even seeing each other at that point. Like, 
she was upset with some of my behavior, and we had stopped seeing each other at that point. Okay. Mostly because I had moved my ex-girlfriend into my house, and, like, yeah, that was a whole lot of, woo. It was a non-monogamous thing, so I didn't think I need to owe her, like. Hey, if there's no rules, there's no fucking rules. There's no fucking rules. And her response was, oh, you obviously got blackout drunk and fucked somebody else because I came back clean. Though, she did claim, I had just done a round of antibiotics for a lung infection. Like, that's how antibiotics work. They kill back. And and you know what's really sad, Matt, is like, when you get into porn, there is no book that says, hey, at, at least when I signed my contract with my agency, I had to, it was required that I had to read like a four page thing about eating disorders. I was glad that that was in there because you start being on camera all the time and you start doing weird ass shit and you're around other people that start doing some weird ass shit. And once again, once we were talking about earlier, the comments as you know, if you were a little Mm -hmm. self-conscious about a little bit of pudge or whatever, like I love your belly Blake. Once again, girl, (laughs) I'm deceased. I'm here in real life with Blake. There is no belly. Thank you. I see, and this is what's fucked up. I don't believe you. Cool. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick in the head. <laughs> cool. You don't have to believe me. I'm not here to sell you on it. I'm just Thank stating you. my opinion. Hopefully one day someone will say it to me and it'll stick. Hopefully. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. But IRL, there is no belly. <laughs> so stop commenting. Stop it. I, on the other <laughs> hand, have a huge gut. But... It's okay. Every time someone like tries to like fat shame me, I'm like, motherfucker, I see myself naked all the time. Like, I know. That's another thing that's that's in porn is there's that's very big too. That's very big too, is is fat shaming. And it's like, why would I want to fat shame you and people fat shame me? I mean, it could be your kink. Yeah, my kink is what I get bullied about. <laughs> Thank you. I like being my kink is being bullied. It's probably a kink. Oh, it's definitely a kink for some people. Yeah. They're really people fat shaming you? Holy yeah. God. If you go on my adult DVD talk page and you look at so I think it's about like 22 pages now, which is pretty big. Yeah. For There's, two and a half years in, that's pretty fucking Fuck, big. it's a lot of things on there. And so I was a moderator on there and there I had to, I messaged them and was like, can you please delete my comments of what I was saying to people? Because there was also speculation that I had my boobs done and I was like, What? How? Like, you look at someone who has fake boobs. It's, I mean, even if they look natural, you just know. So that, that's, that got that's in my, the job, so like, that got in my head a little bit. I mean, there are definitely some people that don't necessarily get, like, implants, but they, like, get fat transfers. Well, that's, like, a new thing, but, like, guys don't know like that. But I, I haven't done anything like that. Oh, my God. I'm not a guy anymore? Fuck. <laughs> like, like, normal guys, they, they look at, like, natural makeup, and they're like, she's not wearing any makeup. And it's like, she's got a full fucking lash. She's got on bronzer, highlight. She's got to fucking wash a color in her crease. At at what age did you realize my gender's idiots? (laughs) At what age did you realize, dudes are dumb? Oh, I'm still learning. Still learning about men. You don't realize we're fucking idiots? I I don't think all men are idiots. I don't have that, like, I hate men mentality. no, no, no. I am a dude. I recognize we are fucking dumb. I think they just, they just choose to not know. It's not even a choose to not know. It's it's a combination of ego, society, and a whole bunch of things. But it makes us fucking dumb in a lot of things. Like like about like periods. I would say guys are like periods are like the number one thing where they're like, so what what happens? Like you just bleed out of there? And I'm like, no, it's like my uterus, like it sheds. 
what? What do you mean it sheds? Or they're like, you know, they, they don't know the anatomy and they're like, what's a labia? <laughs> There's two of them. There's a labia majora and a labia minora. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyone who can identify where your clit is, you should not fuck. It's been a while. <laughs> I try to only fuck on camera. That's sad. That's mm. no, no, that's sad. Like no, real... I disagree. Okay, well, we, we can definitely disagree. It's your fucking your sex life. I think it's sad because like you should have off camera sex that's fucking intimate with someone you actually give a fuck about. Mm. In my opinion, if you're happy with what you're doing, fucking keep doing what you do. But at the end of the day. Porn sex isn't fucking real. It's acting. It's the people you have sex with on camera are there to make you look aesthetically pleasing on camera. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily about intimacy or having a good time or any of that shit. So, no, I think you should have some off camera sex with someone you actually enjoy having time with. I don't know. I think I kind of got used to like I, I like filming. I, I like fucking in front of a camera. I don't. I don't nothing, know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the knowledge of like someone else is gonna see what what's going on right now. Even if even if I'm like fucking someone like for my OnlyFans and it's just a regular clip, I'm I look at the camera a lot of the time. A lot of the time, you watch my scenes. There, there's only a few people that I really like mac on, like really kiss, look into. But for the most part, like my head is is positioned to where the camera can see my face. Every fucking orgasm, regardless of it's real or fake, you bet you bet your ass, my face is gonna be right there in the fucking camera. I'm not looking at bro over here. I'm I'm looking at the fan or, or the camera. I just always I assume you're, you're making love to the camera. I get it. I get yeah, it. I, I I just like it. I I think I I started becoming that way because I I removed that out of my life. I was like, I don't want to fuck anyone off camera. Y'all are oh, liars. Why not? My feelings are getting hurt because oh. they lie to me and and. The problem with fucking people in porn is that they're fucking other people in porn. <laughs> well, don't necessarily fuck people in porn, then. Okay, let me tell you, sorry. I had a secret boyfriend for, like, less than 90 days last year, okay? okay. I go to the club with my agent, or my agent at the time, Ryan. We go to the club. I got, I've got. i been recognized at this club multiple times. So wait, 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 what kind of club? Is this a strip club? This is a dance club? What kind of club? It's like a bar club, okay. but they have a pool. At Maya in Scottsdale, Arizona, Old Town. Fuck, I'll tell you where it's at. Maya. I get recognized at Maya a lot. Free promo, bitch. Maya, let me know. So I've been recognized there a couple times. I have a couple friends who work as bouncers among, like, all the clubs. Oh, my God. I started thinking about something else. Fuck, what was I talking about, Matt? Your secret boyfriend. Okay, so we were at the club. Everything was chill. I see someone that I knew from my nannying days. And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like... Someone knows the real me here, you know, because I go out as Blake all the time. Like, as you should, you're a fucking personality, right? So, I start, we like me, I was with Chloe Temple and Ryan, and with some other people. This group of guys was like next to us, and one of the guys comes over to Ryan and is like, Hey, bro, is that Blake Blossom? <laughs> oh my god, so, so Ryan's like, Yeah, you, you want to talk to her? Like, yeah, she'll talk to you. She's super chill. I'll talk to you. Just be nice. Don't be fucking creepy being like, hey, baby, what? you know, like that like creepy little vibe. So he came over. He was talking to me. And so he, the little friend group he was with, it wasn't the guy I was talking to. It was another guy in the friend group. So I'm talking to this guy. We're all chill. We're all chill. He kind of gets boring to talk to. So I'm like, 
okay, yeah, have a good night. And I go sit down on the couch next to this guy in a mustache. Uh, guess what I said? So, what's the story with the mustache? And honestly, in my head, I was like, this is a porno, like, intro. <laughs> like, oh, so what's with the mustache? And so... I introduced myself as Blake Blossom, right? I didn't introduce myself as me. I'm just, hi, you know, I'm Blake Blossom. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, what Did you do your full name? Yeah. I, I always say my full name. On one hand, proud of you on that because, like, fucking 10 plus years of being Matt Slayer, I still have problems being like, hi, I'm Matt Slayer. Like, really? Yeah. I'm just like, hey, I'm Matt. Like, it, it's so proud of you on that, but it's also like, because in the back of my head, it's, I feel like, oh, do I really, oh, full name. Uh, Continue. Yeah, Sorry. I guess I just always say I'm Blake Blossom. No, no. Like everyone's like if, if I'm saying someone's name, like like for example, like I won't say just Chloe. I'll say like Chloe Temple, so you know exactly who I'm talking about. Like I don't just say Blake. No, no. I I, I totally get it. I totally get it. It's, you better. It's my fucking issue, not yours. <laughs> I'm proud of you being be like two and a half years in stage name. Full but name, I fucking introduced myself as Blake Blossom, and I think that was like the initial like why the fuck would I do that. But so he wasn't like really giving me like a lot of like, he didn't know who I was. He doesn't really watch porn. Cause I asked him, I was like, yeah, you like watch a lot of porn. Like I'm an adult film. He was like, no, not really. You know, he tells me like what he does for work and, and we kind of get along a little bit. And so I'm like, yeah, let me get your number. I asked him for his number. Good on you. Okay. I, I like being aggressive towards guys. <laughs> he went, I like being forward. I'll say forward. Maybe forward is a better word. I mean, you've said both. It's still being recorded. I Both. <laughs> forward and or aggressive. And so we go out to car. We go like get breakfast and I kiss him in the car and everything's fine. But, uh, you know, this is where my immaturity comes out. I was like, I want to go through his phone. I love going through people's phones. If I start talking to them, you bet your ass I'm going to go through your phone. Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know why I like doing that. I just really, I I find. issues or why? Maybe. Even if I find something in there that's like damning, like I might not, I might not say anything. I might sit on it for a while. It's fucked up. You think so? Definitely. I wouldn't have said it's fucked Hmm. up if I didn't think it was fucked up. (laughs) I've done it multiple times. Yeah, that's fucked up. And some people I've never told that I've gone through their phone. Yeah, that's wildly fucked up. And I know what to look for too. What, what are you looking for? Well, sometimes it's the notes app. Sometimes it's voice memos. Sometimes if I if I really deep diving, um, I would say when I used to have like a super crazy ex boyfriend, like I would go through his fucking email. But I found I found exactly what I was looking for in the email because I needed evidence. But so I went through his phone and I found that he was like texting another girl that he worked with, like, "Oh, I love you," you know, all this shit. And I just realized why. Am I giving the time of day to anyone that is messaging someone, I love you? Why am I even in the picture? I agree, but it's a super fucked up way to go about he it. He would have never fucking told me ever, 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 ever. And and maybe maybe I like exposing secrets. Maybe I like to really like pull those, pull those fucking truths out of them like I'm yanking teeth out, you know? But I just feel like a lot of people have really dark, deep secrets and i'm very open like if you ask me something for the most part i'll, I'll kind of open up and tell you I, i'm well i mean aware. i admitted i had a fucking rhinoplasty i was trying to keep that shit secret for like a year but now i'm like me i'm I mean, probably gonna get another one so you guys are gonna notice 
at, at the end of the day, you've admitted to escorting rhinoplasty. Like, you are an open book. In the state of Arizona, it's against its prostitution law to be paid for pornogra- pornographic film. Oh, yeah, no. Hmm? It's against the law everywhere but California and New Hampshire. I only know Arizona. Is it? Well, in Nye County, isn't it illegal no, no, no. in Nye County? Nye County prostitution is legal in brothels. Mm. Brothel law is completely different than porn law. Interesting. This is something that has been touched on multiple times in the show. But at the end of the day, New Hampshire legally has it on the books that pornography is legal. California has it on the books, it being legal by a state Supreme Court ruling. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, everywhere else, it is illegal. Nevada, Nevada has a ruling from their state Supreme Court that says because of California's ruling, they are not going to enforce everywhere else it is technically illegal to make porn. Hmm. Because even if you are not doing prostitution, if you are just producing porn, like if I'm just like shooting camera, fucking producing it, I'm violating pandering laws. Hmm. But we definitely got sidetracked on you and hmm. civilian dudes. This is not good. This is not good. Can can you really get in trouble for saying stuff on the internet like this? Yes and no. Hmm. At the end of the day, if everyone, if investigators were competent and we were not allegedly talking about hypothetical situations, which we are, we're not talking about real things. This is a comedy show. We're yeah. talking about hypotheticals. You would have to prove that. What I we could have, be a fucking liar. Exactly. You could be telling a story. You could be lying, telling a story. None of this necessarily is fucking true, real, proved yeah. time and date. Like, I didn't go, Blake, so that escorting gig, it happened at this date, which was, oh, so, like, yeah, it is, the burden proof is on law enforcement to prove that you are guilty beyond a reasonable doubt when you are committing a crime. Hmm. They'd have to produ- produce the evidence. I have a really good attorney, so. I mean, if you know, with what you've provided during this podcast. You won't even have to. You could get off with a public defender. And be like, "Yo, bro, when did this happen? Uh, uh, what hotel did it happen? At? Uh, so it happened somewhere in Clark County, Nevada. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about it. See, this is this is the part of of that like two person mentality where it's like, as Blake, I want to say so much, say it, and then I'm like, fuck, I might get in trouble for saying stuff. But whatever, whatever, whatever. Going back to the boyfriend. So, <laughs> I, so, I love that we so briefly the, <laughs> dived into porn law, and then you're like, oh, yeah, and the boyfriend. Oh, my God. So the problem wasn't that he was saying, I love you to this bitch on the phone. He shaved off his mustache. And that's when I kind of was like, mm, I don't think I like you anymore. So I, I got to know. Yeah. How fresh into a relationship do you start going through people's phones? That was like, it was kind of near the end. So it was like two months in. So, but, but, but I will say that if I'm giving you lots of opportunity and space to be open and honest and talk about stuff and you're choosing to clam up on me and you're choosing to be very selective about what type of information you're telling me, oh, I'm going to know. I can, t- I can tell like if we're having a story with someone and we're talking and I can tell when they like leave certain parts out because they, they either maybe they lies took, throw like, omissions. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about him is that he also confronted me about going through his phone. I don't know how he knew that I went through his phone because I I 
I, I didn't really mess with anything, and I only went through apps that were already open. So well, you gone fucked up. You fucked and I up made somewhere. yeah. I guess I never really thought about how he found out. I don't know, but the whole thing about that situation, like, I will say this: like, I am a fucking great girlfriend. Like, I was calling him, FaceTiming him every day, like letting him. I wasn't like sharing like Diesel's, like, oh yeah, I fucking came like nine times today during this cock scene. I, it wasn't like I was doing that. Like any anyone who's actually dating a performer. Should be okay with hearing that noise. Yeah. Because then you then you like start like not saying anything and you like feel bad that you're like you want to say, oh, I had an awesome day doing this. And that person like you're going to be like, oh, my God, they're going to think that, you no, know. At the end of the day, like if you come home and you're dating a performer and she like, how was your day on set? Like, oh, it was blah, blah, whatever happened. Like, mm-hmm. yo, let me draw you an Epsom salt bath. Like that's how it should be. Like I've never had anyone make me a bath. I've never had any really good boyfriends, honestly. You got time? Oh my god, that like already makes me like so stressed out. Like thinking about someone like being at my house, like making a bath for me, I'd be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I'm not saying they break in and draw you a bath. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like the idea of like someone being in my life like that close to me that they would like want to draw me a bath. Like that kind of freaks me out a little bit. And I think that was like part of the reason why I gravitated away from him is because I just felt like I was I was telling him too much about myself and like too much about like my experiences and then like it wasn't reciprocal like no and that's what that's another thing that I was like okay well I'm telling you all this stuff about like my childhood and and funny experiences and kind of traumatic experiences that have happened to me and you're just being like oh my god that's so funny well that's fucked like what the fuck is that but like, so I was I was filming in Vegas and I said, oh, my God, you have the weekend off. You have like four days off. So I like I'll just if you want to come out to Vegas, like I'll get a room and like we'll have a great time and blah, blah, blah. So I ended up buying him a ticket out. But the flight that I wanted him to come on, all the tickets left were first class. So I was like, OK, I'll just buy him a first class ticket. Like I put it on my card. I get points any, anyways for it. So I'm like, this is just going to go into an expense. And so I flew him out to Vegas, a fucking there and back flight from Arizona. And he almost missed the flight, too. I was so fucking pissed. I was like, you better get on that motherfucking plane. It's a five-hour drive. He should have just drove drove up from fucking Vegas. Well, he had some issues with his truck, but I'm getting to the point that, like, this is all boiling down to, and it's all about money. So he stayed at me. We were at one of the hotels that I've never stayed there before. So he flew took an uber we met we were having fucking showed him the room i got a really nice room because i like i stay in vegas all the time so i'm like i i want a nice room like i'm not going to be staying and looking at the goddamn parking lot like i want to have a nice view i go to vegas all the time Matt. why would i want to look at a parking garage and so we go to a couple different restaurants that are like really nice right like we go to the restaurants in the wind and the encore most of those in oh, there are pretty nice. Fancy pants. Fucking fancy pants. I took him to like STK for a brunch and they had like a live saxophone player that day. And like, I didn't fucking plan the saxophone player, but I was like, damn, they knew I was coming. They, they brought the saxophone. But the problem about that trip is that not once did I say, do you want to split it? Do you want to like, you want to pay for this one? No, because it's my trip. I invited you on it. I'm paying for it. And 
he can't afford a $250 dinner at Barstow or whatever the fuck we were at. Like, he can't afford that. So it's like, am I putting him in a situation to fail? And that's why I was like, I don't give a fuck because I'm not staying at a fucking Holiday Inn. I'm not going to fucking Chipotle every day. I'm not going and fucking shopping at these stores that that's not my vibe. It's not my lifestyle. And that's what I had to realize because I took him to the Versace store and I like granted I don't have a lot of designer things like I have a couple of Balenciaga shoes and I have a couple of Judith Lieber bags. That is a bunch more than me. But it's not like I'm walking around in Versace and Gucci tracksuits and and wearing, you know, Cartier bracelets and wearing Rolexes and you know doing that type of stuff. So I love fragrance. I so we were looking at the men's fragrance. I was looking at all the fun, you know, cool bags that they had in the store. I just like appreciating the fashion. When the fuck am I going to wear a, a fucking clutch that's like $5,000? That's like Whatever you fucking want to. I don't know. I I don't go out to clubs and I do do anything like that. So for me, until I get to the point when I need designer clothes, then I'll buy them. But it was a fucking struggle. I'm like, this is a fucking Uda toilet, like little fucking mini sample size. It's $100. Please let me buy it for you. Arrow's Flame. Like, really? I'd love to buy you a gift. Thank you so much for coming to Vegas with me and having a wonderful weekend. I had so much fun could not fucking accept it and what what the point that i got I mean, re- it fucking bruce's ego or some shit maybe but i don't do it in a way that's like oh well i'm paying for everything like i genuinely want to pay like i genuinely would rather have a good time and go to places that i want to fucking go to than be like oh you can only afford a 90 dollar dinner I'm not going to have a good time because if it's my idea and I'm like, I want to go to this restaurant and get this fucking crab salad or whatever the fuck, we're going to go get the crab salad and I'm going to have a good night. Because if I'm sitting over here feeling like I'm not enjoying what's going on, uh, you're going to have a sassy Blake and I'm not going to suck your dick. (laughs) But it was, Matt, it was so interesting because then we go to the Tom Ford store and I, I have a lot of Tom Ford makeup. I have a lot of the Tom Ford perfume, a lot of the candles. I visually saw how uncomfortable he was being in that store and being around me. He was genuinely really uncomfortable. And that's when I kind of knew. I was like, this isn't going to work. I'm not even buying anything. We're walking around the store and he's like visibly so uncomfortable. And I was just like, this isn't going to work. Unfortunately, because of you know, how a lot of dudes are raised, it's an uncomfortable situation where like their partner is a fucking better bread earner than they are. Mm-hmm. Like the, we as dudes are expecting we must provide. And like, oh shit, you make fucking five, ten times what I fucking do. Uh, what do I do here? Like, bro, you sit back and you enjoy it. Someone who is the object of thousands of people's fucking orgasms, their their object of all their lust wants to fucking be with you and wants to spend their hard-earned money on you. You fucking go, hell yeah. Holy fuck, how did I get so lucky? I won the fucking lottery here. And I felt that he was very unappreciative. And it's not like I was looking for him to say thank you and beg. But but you should be. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck if you were spending 30 cents on me on a Hallmark card or thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars on a fucking dinner. Yeah. You should be appreciative of the fucking effort. Yeah. And I just realized I was like, "Mm." This is and and then he confronted me about going through his phone and then I was like this is fucking over with. And then I accidentally like FaceTimed him a couple times. 
Accidentally. Was, Accidentally. No, like so so I, I have multiple phones. So I was hold I hold like two <laughs> my two or three phones at a time. And so I had set him as like an emergency contact on my phone because he's in emergency medicine. And so it fucking called him because my, I was like I clicking the side and it was at an award show that I got a fucking award at. And I was like, damn. And then you know what I did? I sent him a picture of that fucking award I got. And I said, you punk ass bitch. No, I didn't say that. I was like, you yeah. You thought it. You thought it. <laughs> I said, yeah, I got this award tonight, by the way. But, for all so, my hard work. <laughs> so you picked the wrong dude. At the end of the day, you picked the wrong dude. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't fucking get back on that fucking horse. I, I saw what my problems were. I should not be introducing. But that's the thing. It's like, how do I know when to introduce myself as Blake and when to introduce myself as me? How? Because I don't want to tell people my real name, but it 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 develops a sense of a false relationship because it's not me. Like, do you want to date Blake Blossom? Because that girl's a fucking, like, she'll fuck everyone, you know? She's she's busy. She's on the go. She's out in Vegas. She's out in L.A. She's out in Miami. She's out doing shit, you know? And then there's me where it's like, oh, well, wow, she's a businesswoman and she's doing all this stuff and yada, yada, yada. You have to decide time and place. I mean, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, time and fucking place. But you shouldn't just cut your fucking self off. Because you had a couple bad experiences. I, I know. Also, I should, I should, should not, not be, be going, going through, through people's phones. phone. I admit I should not be going through people's phone. And I don't go through everyone's phone. I will say that. Like, if, don't I, if I have talked love. to you in the past, like, don't assume that I've been through your phone. There's some people I that I don't I even. fucking would at this point. That I don't even bother going through their phone. Wow. You don't even rank going through your phone. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> wow, bro. Like, oh, it's, she it's, doesn't even feel like you're worth going through her, going through your phone over. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. That's true. But what was the most, the takeaway that I learned from that was it's not the right time and place for me to be having someone in my life that doesn't really help me with my work because my work is 90% of my life. So it's like, if you're not going to be helping me take pictures or you're not going to be cool, like helping me film a solo or you're not going to be cool, like looking at, hey, is this trailer okay? Like, does this look okay? Like, if you were to watch it, would you want to buy this video? Like, that's that's the kind of person that I that I would feel most comfortable with is someone that's comfortable with the fact that I'm as you porn. should as, as I don't give a fuck if you're doing porn, comedy, whatever. You want your fucking partner to give you honest fucking feedback on the content you co- fucking create. Like, heaven fucking forbid I get in a relationship with someone who would like, yo, what do you think of the show? And then like, fucking silence. That ain't going to fucking work. Mm-hmm. Like you need to tell me what the fuck you think of what the fuck I do. Do you know how much fucking time, effort, energy I put into this shit? Like, yeah, I need to know. I need like, I don't give a fuck if you respect me or not, but I need your honest feedback. Yeah. And that's what's very hard about deciphering relationships because porn skews. So say that I was I started talking to a performer, right? And we, we hit it off. Everything's great. Well, there's, what if we don't, you know, then there becomes that like awkward professional thing where it's like, fuck, well, now I can't fuck you for scenes because you hate me, (laughs) you know? So it's very tedious. I would say tedious to like really kind of understand what, what the goal is of like, why do you want to talk to me? I think that's what I need to figure out more is like, if you want to talk to me, if someone like does start trying to talk to me and like build a relationship, I think I should ask like why more. I don't know. I mean, yes, 
You should find out. You're like, maybe. I don't know, girl. <laughs> you should find out like what people's motivations are. Like, oh, hey, I saw your scene and I think you're hot is not necessarily a, what you should build a relationship on. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the human condition is like, oh, you're hot is generally the opener of why you find try to find out more. Like, there are some probably some amazing uggos out there. I'm not trying to find out. Harsh truths. You're spitting. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, Jesus. Um, I, ha- I-, I-, I have award shows I have to go to. I can't have you on my arm. Like, eh, you could be fucking amazing. But, mm. And then goes back to the judgment of other people being like, why are you fucking that guy? And that's also it's very the, complicated in general. Relationships and doing porn is very complicated because what, you think everyone's your boyfriend for a couple hours and then you're like, oh, bye. <laughs> well, porn and relationships has always been super complicated because at the end of the day, like trying to find someone who actually understands what you do for a living is hard as fuck in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then you have to find someone who condones what you do for a living if they actually understand it. Yeah. And then you have to find someone who's not going to cause a bunch of fucking drama or fucking negatively impact your fucking profession over it. Yeah, or they could dox me if they find my real name, if they have pictures of my IDs, if they know where I live. Like, there's serious repercussions to, like, meeting someone. If you ever get an inkling of, like, someone you're involved with is going to dox you, run. Like, holy fuck. That is the worst thing I ever fucking heard. Like, I've seen some messy breakups, but the idea was like someone's gonna fucking dox you because like, oh my god, we're not in love anymore. Like, that is the fucking worst thing I have ever fucking heard. Yeah, that's the paranoia I live with. Even if someone's my friend, and you come to my house, now you know where I live. If I tell you my name, we got fucking problems. <laughs> Do we have problems? You you know where I live. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Well, how can I trust you, Blake? How can I trust you now? You should put it out in the fucking world. How can I fucking trust you? I live in paranoia that every, every second someone's going to try and fucking cancel me or get me. I don't know. I live a paranoid life. I, I live a paranoid life, too. But also, like, I also hope that I'm famous enough to be canceled. You would want to be canceled? They can come for me. Oh, my God. Because at the end of the day, what I do for a fucking profession, unless I get to InfoWars Alex Jones fucking getting kicked off iTunes level, you can't stop what I do for a living. I can continue to put out podcasts. Yeah. No matter what you say about me on the internet. Please don't try. I I really don't want to test this theory. I do not want to test this theory. But theoretically, I can continue to do what I do. No matter what people fucking come for. I'm not trying to like just throw fucking wild shit out there to be canceled. But I say some wild shit occasionally. Yeah. Like there's this one guy who talks about how if your girl has an Instagram, it's cheating. And he's, like, all over the internet, and, and he, like, says the most, like, outrageous claims. Yeah, there's a lot of And I'm like, is internet. he purposely doing this to get canceled? Like, is he purposely trying to be that guy? There's a lot of idiots on the internet, Blake. But what, going back, I'm saying, as an old man, you shouldn't close yourself off to love because you've had some bad experiences. I'm closed off for now. <laughs> Actually, right now, I do have a really big crush on someone, but it's someone in the industry, and yeah, I have to be very careful about it. Why? Because of the power dynamic. Oh, the director? We'll leave it at that. That's a yes. All right, all right. Someone higher up than me. (laughs) In some aspects. 
not on Pornhub ranking. <laughs> but, but but the thing about that is I have to kind of dig deep in myself and think like, why do I like people? Am I liking you because I have sex with you all the time? Or do I like you because we have great conversation and we're connecting from person to person? And that's what I'm struggling with right now is that I don't know if I truly like people because I, I just fuck them all the time and I just am around them or if I truly like them. But you have to think about it. Like I'm not that I'm two-faced, but I'm a very fake version of myself on set. Very fake. I will say that. Like, if you've met me in person, like, like there's this shit where we're talking like now and we're like, ah, fuck that bitch. But like, if I'm on set, I'm like, oh my God. Hey girl. Oh my God. It's so nice to meet you. I'll totally follow you back. When sometimes I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> but I'm saying, don't close yourself off. If it feels right, go for it. No risk, no reward. Yeah. It's just at a crush for now. Is that a well, crush? It could develop. Go for it. Maybe. As an old fucking man, don't have hard and fast rules. Play it to the fucking moment. You never fucking know what's going to fucking happen. You don't fucking know. Shit could change on a goddamn dime. You might as well, like, five-year plans are fucking bullshit. Be like, if it fucking works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I had a five-year plan for porn. I was like, if I don't have awards in five years, like, I'll, I'll quit. And I'm like, fuck, what am I supposed to do with these other two and a half years? Like, damn it. Keep making I'm porn. done. I, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Keep making porn, Blake. Keep making porn. I, I, I fucking will probably for a long time. Neat. No, it's, it's just, it's very hard as a young woman to be so vulnerable all the time around a lot of people. And then also want to be vulnerable with one person. Yeah, but the, that should, in theory, be different levels of vulnerability. The people you meet on set, the people you have sex with on set should get Blake. Mm -hmm. Whoever you're actually involved with should get, you know, the real, the real. Yeah. But like I said, I feel like I live two lives and and the those yeah. lines get very blurred. As and they mesh together and I get very confused. It's hard not to. Yeah. It's super hard not to. But at the end of the day, like, you should try. If that's what you really want, if if you don't fucking live your life, like don't don't be like, oh hey drunk podcaster, tell me how I should live. But I I told you how I behave in relationships. Like I'm I get that to that like little jealous fucking monster living inside of me, you know, or like well, I want to go through your phone because I don't trust anything you say. Hopefully, at some point, you get involved with someone who you know alleviates some of that shit, alleviates that fucking pressure. Fucking send them over! Oh my god, why are only I feel like guys, the the guys that actually like do get to that stage that talk to me and then we're like real, we're like real close. I don't know. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So I've had multiple experiences where I like someone more than they like me and I get really fucking pissed. What is that? Because, and it, it happens even when I'm in porn and I like someone a lot. Okay. And then they don't like me back. What is that about? And I get I get very, very, very like insecure and butthurt. Well, you're projecting you're projecting your expectations, and when your expectations aren't met, you get upset about it. That's mm, simple. Okay. Like it is so much easier in life to if you have fuck. I've also drank half a <laughs> fucking whiskey. So, <laughs> so we've got to the I'm point. sweating. <laughs> 
I'm it's, sorry, you watch it drink that. Watching you drink it, I can smell it. <laughs> well, you want to smell? No. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> so it is. If your expectations are high, and the other people don't meet your expectations, it's a fucking fall. A disappointment. Right. So if you keep your expectations low, it's it's a must. It's a. Do you really think I would have low expectations? No, and that's possibly a problem. I just think it's it's kind of like the golden rule. If I'm treating you really great and I'm sharing all the things with you, I want you to reciprocate it. Well, obviously, obviously you want that. Like, I get really, but I get really angry and personally, I feel like I'm personally attacked if they don't do that. Well, that makes sense. Hmm. Especially if you're, you're intimate with someone and like. It you're what you're putting forward is not reciprocated. Like I, I understand why you would be upset about that shit. You're not supposed to hit that. And then the lights go down. Da-na-na. No, the expectations versus reality, like conflict, is a very fucking real thing, and it can be fucking painful. Yeah, I don't know why I have. I feel like a lot of my expectations are very unrealistic. <laughs> How do I fix it? Maybe I just gotta wait. No, you just gotta have to wait it out. out. Find Don't some, out. find someone to come to me. I gotta stop looking. That's what people say when you stop looking for shit. It finds you, and I never really believed in it because I was like, "Fuck that! That's some fucking hippie shit." I don't believe what y'all are saying. But then every now and then I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even know that was." I don't even know. I don't know. My, I'm of two minds of it. Like my most successful relationship was something that I definitely was not looking for. It was. Mm, that gives me hope. That most successful relationship also caused a lot of fucking trauma. So, eh. Backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> yeah, like, on one hand, it was like, it was su- super successful. And then over a decade of like weird fucking trauma out of it from, you know, two very broken people trying to come together. See, and I've never dated someone like the one crazy ex-boyfriend I had who was like really bad. I dated him from when I was 17 until I was like 19 and a half. And I remember walking into fucking court with my little brother, having to go to court with my fucking phone and showing the judge, be like, hi, I'm here for a restraining order. So I think that that relationship and all the bullshit that happened then and experiencing like serious, someone who has like serious undiagnosed mental issues, like, like bad, like really bad. I think maybe that kind of had such a really negative view towards me. But at the same time, I'm glad I saw those red flags, but I wish it wasn't extreme and I wish I didn't go through that fucking trauma. But that was only like a year and a half. So I mm, I guess almost two years, almost, just almost till two years. But I couldn't imagine like dating someone for 10 fucking years. Oh, no, I didn't date her for 10 years. We had, oh. we had drama for on and off for 10 years. That's crazy. See, like my close girlfriends from high school, like we're... We've been friends for like nine years now, you know, we almost 10, almost 10 years that I've had like a couple of friends, but like 10 years of drama with like a significant, like someone you fucked around with. Oh, no. I don't like, that's crazy to me. Oh, we'll, we'll get the, the lowdown from the new, the new listeners who are just here for Blake. And so we dated, it did not end well, partially due to, you know, my own self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. We didn't speak for a number of years somehow like four years later slid in she found me on fucking snapchat of all things oh my god because i've had the same fucking number for 20 years so like yeah 
Snapchat space on phone. Like started signing in my fucking DMs at a point where I was just like, oh hey. Came and lived with me in LA for like a month, which was a fucking nightmare. Really? Yeah. Like we were not back together. But in my brain, like, oh, she's moving in with me. Like I started, like, I just went into boyfriend mode. Even mm-hmm. though there was never any discussion of like reconciling. But like I was making a breast making us breakfast, shit like that. Like it was toxic on my part. I miss it when someone used to make me breakfast. I've only had it like a couple of times when someone's made me breakfast. Yeah, but I, I fell into like that boyfriend mode. Like I'm making a breast breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking shopping for is like the whole fucking thing. After a month, she moved, you know, out back to fucking Chicago. And a couple of years later, like we would communicate and like I thought everything was completely fucking like platonic. Mm-hmm. We talk about like both of us were talking about other people we were fucking, other people we were seeing, like whatever. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to like early 2020, pre-pandemic 2020. She's like, "Oh, I want to come out to LA and visit you." I'm like, "All right, cool. That'd be fun." Like, yeah, we'll get drunk. We'll get it'll get stupid. The first night she was in town, like it totally turned into like, "Oh, hey, we're getting drunk at like three o'clock in the morning, ordering Thai food and like." It's like old time. She's like feeding me off her plate and shit. Like we hook up for the first time in like years. Oh. And it was a goddamn nightmare. So it was like that relationship in the first place was something I never expected. And then it just got weird. It it definitely got weird. Maybe that's why I'm closed off is because I I experienced really crazy fucking trauma. That was like really bad. Like I don't don't know how like graphic we can get on here. As graphic as you want. So – like, he literally said that he wanted to drown me and bury me out in the desert and cover my body with lies so that no one could ever find me because I was that insignificant. And so when you think, when someone's, like, saying this stuff to you all the time. All the like, time? How many times did he fucking Well, it, it, not that specific. There was a couple times when I was like, you should, like, bro, bro, where are you coming up with this shit? Dexter? I mean, Dexter? Get, what are you watching? You didn't get law enforcement involved after the first time? Like, oh, I mean, I would secretly call the cops on him all the time. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What? When I'm like 18, you know, like being a manager at fucking GNC, like, you know, doing truck shift at fucking 4 a.m. Like, you know, what's also really crazy is when I was in high school, I used to like one of my first jobs. Well, I guess it was my first jobs. It was it was at a cost plus world market and they have a bunch of fun stuff there. So I was like, this is going to be so fun. Oh, my God. And uh, turns out it was for truck shift and I had like late starts. So I would go from like third, fourth, fifth, sixth. So my class like didn't start till like 930. So I would literally work three days a week from like, depending on like what time the truck was coming between like three or 4 a.m. until nine. And then I'd go to school. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? I was like, that breaks so many child labor laws. (laughs) I was like, I didn't even have a car. Yeah, because I didn't start driving till I was like a senior, like just just like two weeks before Halloween. My senior year, I finally got my little Volkswagen Jetta. <laughs> but yeah, maybe maybe that's why I have such uh, an yeah, inter- no, no, no. an interesting approach to relationships. Yeah, I- but I loved going through his phone, and you know what's so interesting. He, so it, I used to weigh like a lot more. So maybe I was like 150, 155. Like maybe like I was a little heavier, but I was also on like a lot of birth control. I was drinking fucking mass gainer shakes every day because he was like a bodybuilder. So I was like drinking protein and shit and creatine. I didn't know creatine is it for fucking women. Like I was drinking creatine like all the time. 
And he was watching sites and he would watch like a lot of MILF and like BBW porn. And so me being 18, like, you know, looking through his shit, that was the stuff I was finding. And then I found that he was watching like some gay porn. And then a lot of the stuff he was watching was just guys like doing solos, just jerking their dick. And I, I never told him anything about that. But that induced a lot of like insecurity about like, oh, well, you're watching this. And this is when I hated porn. I used to like be like, oh, porn's so gross. And then, right. I, and then I would like secretly watch like lesbian porn <laughs> when he wasn't home. Hey, obviously, none of that has shit to do with you. None of that does. No, but I thought it did. Well, I for thought sure, it for fucking sure. did. At the moment, in the moment, I totally understand that. But now I'm like, what the fuck? He's just looking up shit. Well, I was looking up <laughs> shit and like, that's his issues, not yours. Mm-hmm. But I took it as I'm not. I'm not what you want. You know, like I'm not good enough for even. Even like it has nothing to do with you being good enough. No, obviously you weren't what he wanted. Mm-hmm. But that has nothing to do with you. And and you know what's crazy? I I think I lived in such like a state of fear. Like sometimes I would I would think that he was like trying to make me gain weight. He wanted to make you a BBW. I I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, that taught me so much fucking bullshit. And, and he harassed me for so fucking long after that. I remember going to the police station and this was like, so I had to get the restraining order to get off our lease. Oh, you yeah. were living with him? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. And it was only for four months. And I mean, I, I'll guess, I, I guess I'll put this in here. So his father was also released from prison around the same time. That, not that this has anything to do with it. I'm just saying, like, this also caused a lot of stuff because this was the first time I met a, pro- a prostitute in my house. And also the first time I saw crystal meth being smoked in my fucking apartment. Hashtag Arizona. <laughs> you know what? So it's it's really hard to not, like, not blame myself because I was like, damn, I really put myself in that situation. But at the same time, like... <sighs> That was such a crazy time, and that led me into such a horrible depression. I was so sad. Oh, my God. And now I'm here, and I'm still sad. <laughs> cool. I, I super appreciate <laughs> two hours of hanging out with me. It's super sad. But, yeah, I mean, it, I, I truly think, like, that guy was crazy, Matt. Like, fucking crazy. But so when I got the restraining order, I keep bouncing around. I'm so sorry to everyone who's listening who's having, like, a stroke listening to, to me bounce around. I mean, we've, we've only murdered, like, <laughs> half my fan base with the strokes that you've caused. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Check out my armpits. Maybe that'll help you guys. <laughs> like, I, I hate to break it to you. A lot of people consume this via audio. <laughs> <laughs> Just look up a picture of my armpits. <laughs> www.blakeblossomarmpits.com. I'm going to buy that fucking domain. I have the GoDaddy app. <laughs> I own like 42 domains. Holy shit. That was the most ADD fucking transition ever. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Eatblake.com, blakefree.com, like, uh, .co. I, I, <laughs> I fully respect you don't drink much, but Jesus Christ. I, w- I don't need to drink. I don't need to drink. I really wish you were drinking with me right now because I, I, like, as wild as this episode has been, I can only imagine how wild it would be. Like, Dude, okay, well, first of all, I, I released, I've told you a lot of shit that I've said no to talking about in interviews, like, so long. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Fuck it. I, I, can't, I gotta be, you know, candid. Like, I can't just keep living out here aww, aww, for being me, a aww. fake bitch. Sometimes I gotta be real. But the the thing about the (laughs) 
the thing about the guy is I had to go to the fucking police station, guys. He was calling me like over 400 times a day, nonstop, no caller ID. To the point where I literally went to the police station. How magical is your vagina that like 400 times a day? Like I've never had sex with anyone I would want to call 400. What the fuck? I thought he was using like some app to do it. I was like, there's, there's gotta be like some app that he's doing or he's hired someone to sit there and do that all day because how is he going to work and like just nonstop calling me all day? But what was really concerning is that there was two ladies up in the, in the office, like in a little and they were like, we've never seen anything like this. My phone, they had to plug it in because I had to wait for the detective to come. It was maybe like 45 minutes. And my phone went from like 70 something percent battery to like down to five from just the amount of times that he was calling because I had to keep my phone on, you know, like I'm, I'm, if someone's texting me, like I couldn't get fucking anything done. And when the detective was there, he called me and, and I remember the detective like, answered the phone, and he immediately hung up. But you know what the most fucked up part was? Is that they literally told me and my mom, there's nothing we can do until something happens. My mom called the goddamn whoever the fuck is in charge of the police department and said, you're going to wait till my daughter's in a fucking ditch until you go and do something about this guy? And so then the problem with the restraining order was, because now they're like, well, you have a restraining order, you just need to serve it to him. They could not find this motherfucker, could not find him. So I had to hire a private investigator to fucking follow him because I knew where he lived at his mom's house, right? Because he got kicked out of his apartment after I got off my lease. Wonder why? Because you guys are smoking fucking meth and bringing ladies over to my fucking apartment. (laughs) And, oh my God, I just, I can't even believe I went through that shit, like, that's fucking wild. Fucking crazy. Insane. Oh, my So I understand God. why you're a little hesitant. But the thing about that is I do place a lot of... Granted, I don't blame everything on myself, but I do blame myself for staying much longer than I than I really needed to. You know, I was checked out a long time before. Why was I there? Why was I there? Hindsight's 2020. Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Once someone's got their little claws in you. I'm in love. But but I, I truly felt like I was in love with that guy too. And that's what's so disgusting that I feel about myself sometimes. Is like I really, really loved that person that literally said they wanted to fucking drown me. And it was so graphic in the way of like saying all these horrible things about me. Oh, and when he found out I did porn. Oh my God. He, I... Have never heard someone cry like that. <laughs> I've never heard someone cry like that on the phone. <sighs> like just the most animalistic fucking noises ever. It had nothing to do with him. It was like a year after I fucking dumped him too. For sure. You said you were with him at 18. Like, yeah. Before I was 18, he was 23 and I was 17. Nope, 21 and I was 17. There's another problem <laughs> right there. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit of a problem. I know. And you know what's so funny? I've always wanted to do like a YouTube Q&A and talk about it. And I was like, oh, my God. And you know what's crazy? His mom was really bad, too. Really fucking bad. His mom and his twin sister, they accused me of stealing their makeup, right? 
I'm not a tan girl. Like I have a little bit of a tan now because it's summer, but I'm usually pretty pale. And they, they like spray tanned and like were really, really dark, like, you know, like tanned women. And they accused me of stealing their makeup. Honey, we are the fucking like opposite ends of the color wheel. Uh, why do I need your orange fucking shitty foundation from the drugstore when I'm over here using, you know, YSL Touche Clot, you know, fancy ass $95 foundation? Hmm? Probably their insecurity and they want to fucking throw that shit on you. I don't I don't really know what it was. That was a very interesting time and it showed me a disgusting family dynamic that I never want in my life. Well, thankfully, you got free of that shit. Thank fucking God, dude. I was low. Like I dropped well, I was doing college classes at that time, but he didn't like that I was taking college classes because he didn't I I literally helped him get his GED. I literally was sitting there next to him helping him do practice studies for his GED. And I used to be like a calculus tutor like when I got, before I got out of high school, before I started smoking so much weed. Like, I, I take back what I said earlier. Don't date. Don't do it. Like, obviously, you're, you're too good for people. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I just told you. I, and then I told you about my other ex-boyfriend. I'm flying out to Vegas and shit. Like, I'm a goddamn sugar daddy. Fucking Blake Sugar Daddy Blossom. <laughs> I, I I didn't mean, did not mean to you know fucking distract like that. <laughs> no, but like I said, like I'm a very open book. Like if we go to if we get into the topic, we'll get into the topic. Like all my friends know about how fucking insane that was. My mom. Oh, and he used to drive to my fucking house too in his little fucking Mustang. Oh, he also side note to the side note, he made me clay bar his fucking Mustang one time. Have you ever clay barred an entire car? I have not days i was guilted so hard into clay barring that motherfucker's mustang but he used to come and drive his little mustang to my mom's house and you know what that woman did she walked out with a goddamn shotgun and said you fucking come to my goddamn house again your car is not gonna be having any fucking tires of it like you know whatever she said you know your tires aren't gonna be able to drive away whatever fucking crazy line she said but i was like oh Pop that motherfucker in the ass, mom. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but that's how it, that's how intense it got. God damn. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe that's why I... Uh, maybe that's why I'm doing porn. <laughs> maybe that's why you're a little hesitant to find you. I, I get it. Maybe I like the superficial, Matt. Maybe I really like the superficial relationship. Maybe I like the camera there. I need a buffer. I get it. I get it. Like, I hate to do this. I know. We've been talking for so long. Can I call last call on this motherfucker? You are welcome to come back on the show whenever you want. Thank you. I'm glad I reached out to you. Yes, I know. I reached out to him. Kinda. That's my style. Kinda. Especially guys with mustaches. I reach out to them. Don't let her full on lie to you, internet. Like a publicist like <laughs> recommended she come do the show. Yeah. Shout out to Honey House who made this happen. Thank you. Are we allowed to say his name? Probably yeah, not. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> yeah. No, Michael White. White. Uh, I tried. Mikhail, thank you for bringing me here. Yes, this was Michael's idea. Thank you, Michael. I told you, I don't need any drinks. And I'm not even smoking weed. I was a little high when I got here, but I took an Uber, so it's okay. It is but now, I'm, girl, we opened up the clam. We did. We did. And the only reason I'm calling last call on this motherfucker is because I have to do all the post on I know. You're going to be like, Jesus Christ. Look at that. <laughs> <I'm a> fucking... <laughs> like, where can they find you on the things? 
Well, if you want to see all my paid um, content, you can go to eatblake.com. And <laughs> yeah, well, my thing is let them eat Blake. Uh, History buffs. Right. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's B-L-K-B-L-S-S-M. It's pretty graphic, so you're going to have to be age verified. And uh, don't open up my Twitter page in public. It's okay. You can mute me. Just hit, hit that follow. Um, I got deleted on Instagram. So until they develop a platform similar to Instagram, I, I don't have one. So I fucking break the terms and conditions on there all the time. I really do. I really do. Like, it, it's not a joke. And, you know, if you just want to support me in general, always click on videos of mine, whether it's free paid, it's on the fucking website, it's pirated. I don't give a fucking shit. You're giving me views and you're a fan of mine, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, thank you so much to everyone who listened. And, you know, thank you to everyone who purchases porn and supports young women like me. And, you know, as crazy as it is, like, I'm really out here supporting my life and, you know, making my dreams come true by men's wallets, mainly men's wallets. So couple women's. Yeah. I don't know the percentages, but they're there. They're there. They're definitely there. And everyone in between. Hell yeah. Shout out to all our non-binary folks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. And if you want to connect with me, I do cam shows. Um, I'm at conventions. I'll be giving out an award at AVN. Um, my award that I got this year. I'll be passing the torch along to another young woman who is a best new starlet. So I can't wait to see who is my predecessor. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to do this super quick because I super need to piss. Like, <laughs> as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F. Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F. Slayer, patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. You can find the podcast at, and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink on Instagram. I'm doing this super fast because I really need to be. I drink a half a bottle of whiskey and I am not fucking stopped. And now I drink when the cameras are off. Drink up, motherfuckers. Till next week.